don't get ahead of yourself, but here we are today with Jake. Hello, Jake. That's me. In our high-tech studio again. And with us is a longtime friend. Yes. Now, some would say that he is very cool. (laughs) (laughs) And some would say that he's pretty cool as well. I guess that's how you say it. So, basically, unanimously, he's cool. He is. He's really awesome. And his name is Drew Vosberg, and we've known him for quite a long time. I think it's, what, eight? Something like that. Eight to eight to nine years. And Yeah, I... Oh, there I he is. Hey. hey. Hey, hey, Let's hey. Go. Hello. Whoops. Hello. <laughs> no, it's... I'm fine. Hi, Drew. And hey. he's here from Chicago, Illinois, which is one of the best cities ever. It's true. It's, at least... Isn't that where one of your high-tech studios is, I think? That's exactly right. That's our right. fifth one. <laughs> That's our fifth uh, one. Right. It's it's picking up cobwebs at the at the moment, yeah. and so we've known Drew it's for picking a him up very off long. The street. Yeah, we've known. I've known Drew. I remember the first time I, I did this last time with. Yeah, Caleb. yeah, yeah. Okay. I remember Con- the first time the I talked to Drew, and that was during a caroling get together where we actually. Oops! I keep hitting my microphone, which his right Christmas hosted. party at my house. Yeah, and yeah. Then Afterward, this you was... were telling me about a story, right? A script for a. Some vampire Some Star movie. Or Wars? No, no, that was no, that was the second time. The first time I remember oh, you right. were being quite annoying. I remember this. This was in 1999 Christmas. I remember this. Is one. this Anderson? And of course it is. Okay, okay, making sure. This is back where it all. This is the Fertile Crescent. Here we're talking about. <laughs> and so Drew was just following me around, making cartoony facial expressions, and I was doing the same thing back. And I think that was the first time. That was. That's amazing, actually. Now? Like 1999, man. Episode one was was out, and everybody thought it was good. Except for that's like fans. 15 years ago. And that's what it is. And currently... Is it? No, five years. <laughs> what? No, 1999. That's 15 years. Yeah. Math skills. And currently, uh, Drew, what would you actually uh, you know, describe yourself in profession right now? That is the uh, one thing. I would probably say a designer. I don't know. But technically, I do editing and graphics and stuff at a law school for their online JD courses. Very nice. You see, because like... Because Drew does so many things, it's hard for me to even like. Yeah, describe. I Because like Drew, you did write uh, animation. You went to school for animation, right? Yeah. Right. Uh, at Huntington, Indiana. Huntington University. Yes. Uh, and he so yeah, helped you did me on a bunch for a bit, of, and then like, you on a bunch of our little short small. Oh, yeah, that's movie right. Things. Of course. Yeah, we did movies together. We did creative about? little projects together, and I frustrated Drew a lot, and it was great. It was so fun. Well, we did Memphis and Midnight. Play. Yeah, those yeah. two little big. short. PD Works movies, in case anybody knows, which no one does. It was our little movie production company, fake movie production company, obviously, we, yep. we, which we had since 1999, all the way up until what was what was the what was the end? What was I the stroke the, of doom? I think the stroke of PD doom works. for PD Works was 2008. Eight, seven? I think eight, eight seven, yeah. eight. Yeah, and it was just. We're done. <laughs> yeah, I remember, remember Drew, you did that logo for PD Works? Uh, yeah, and I, still, I was going to mention I, that. Yes, yes, and he made like a 3D animation. No, like proper 3D, and we were like, like you, yeah. we were idiots like 10 years ago, like opening cool 3D. And yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, oh, in 2002, yeah. Frames and, stuff. and so Drew made us the really nice logo that I used for everything ever it was since. It's pretty good, though. I mean, Which were the last two years. I think it's but honestly, it's not that bad, like even even today. Like, yeah, I, I like, like that it. little square yeah, instead yeah, of the yeah. period. Definitely, yeah. definitely. And I think the logo worked and the animation was just kind of subtle. It wasn't really... So, like, even now, it's it's not bad. It's not, like, yeah, it's, industries it's, changing or anything, but it's, like, it doesn't... It aged well, yeah, I think. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, it aged well. Because like, it, it was like, simple. Like, it wasn't overly complicated. Champagne aged well. 
as our logo. Right, like bid. a fine cheese. Fine, yes, fine yes. <laughs> so that Projects. means that we uh, and the last time me and Drew talked, just just letting that out there okay. is that what? How many like three years three like, directly? Years, yeah. Like with when right. we're talking, so this is the first time in like three years that we were talking. I am I apologize for that, by the way, Drew. That's really fine. Sorry. I mean, I'd be. I mean, I know that you're really like busy, once. and I'm usually yeah. not. So that's kind of one of the problems. Well, the biggest issue is like with the time difference. Oh, Anytime that's true, that's that you true. guys are available, I'm at work. Every so time we're in our really Chicago hard. studio, you're not in Chicago. <laughs> yeah, right, you're I'm in on Amsterdam. vacation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, but the, it's funny. Funny go the time difference. It's much better being in the states. Versus the Europe, or the Europe. What am the I talking Europe, about? Yeah. Versus Washington. Europe because it's uh, much more comfortable for for you, Drew. Like you, what's it? It's like eleven o'clock, right in the morning, right? Right, eleven thirty. And for us, it's like almost seven. So yeah. basically, we get more. It's basically, it's basically more, worse. More waiting time. Yeah. <laughs> more time for me to go. <laughs> like there's no ideal I'm time. To talk like to basically, Drew today. yeah. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. It's a boring conversation. Yeah. So time yeah. So what? Dread. Yeah. Yeah. So. Let's see the Europe. Like, what did I want to talk about today? I was I wanted to talk. I was thinking I, I'm. We might well, cut we, this we, out. We can slow it down. Let's slow it down. Oh, yeah. Let's bring okay, it down okay, a notch. Okay, Don't sorry. worry, Philip. No I'm sorry. pressure. I'm sorry. I, this is my usual problem. I'm usually always afraid of you know like Drew or whoever is we're, we're talking to yeah. is going to get bored and just switch off Skype or something. I don't know why. <laughs> that's what I'm always afraid of, and that's what sort of makes me keep speeding things up because I always think someone's losing interest somewhere. Well, this is a great, this is a great segue <laughs> that when we were used someone to- somewhere is losing someone, interest. Somewhere, are, yeah, I don't know. Okay, what? What? Your I was going to say this is reminds me of a great time when all of us together created this this dub called oh, the Lord of the Rings. Oh, I had to, I had to I mean, it because coming. I wanted to mention that you had a similar problem when we were recording <laughs> uh, the the dubs, right? Yes, you would always get stuck. And then just go. Oh man! It's it's uh, twenty dollars or something. <laughs> twenty dollars, yeah. So that's right. I think many people that I know, I actually got to be friends with because of that Lord of the Rings dub that we made, which I like was reluctant to do. Yeah, no, that was that's not, that's not true. That's not true, Drew. That's not sometimes true. you were, but sometimes he wasn't. Remember right. that? Sometimes right. he came over times. and we're like, "Let's do it." And he's like, "No." So, so not. what are your thoughts? Let's say in retrospect on the whole okay, so project. Right, so let's talk right, about let me, that. Let me, let me just let me just. Okay, so we're gonna get that out of the way first, are we? Okay, yeah. so in two thousand six to two thousand seven, we kind of we, you know we were kind of fans of the Ralph Bakshi Lord of the Rings because it was so funny. In some cases, more, but also it was, it was watching it more ironically, like not because yeah. it was necessarily well made, but, yeah, but yeah. because it was poorly made. Yeah, and but, also, I, mean, I wouldn't say poorly necessarily, but well, maybe poorly right. executed in certain yeah, aspects. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, and so or not completely. It's not complete at <laughs> yes, all. Yeah, no, That's no. A lot of the a and lot it's of very the patchy, and it's got all kinds of animation differences, like with the rotoscoping, and then it was like a high contrast scan of mm-hmm. film, which they painted over, and then actual animation, and it just kept. Uh, you know, like skipping back and forth into different yeah. Uh, yeah. things. They clearly had budget problems. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And that was so, sort of the... Yeah. And so I... So for some reason, we decided to, you know, like scene by scene, start dubbing this thing, right? Because we thought it was so funny because of how they were moving and how naturally it worked with just making yeah. up stupid things is to what they're saying, like overdubbing. Because we used to do that. I don't know if people know, but when we... We used to like do a lot of uh, inter like we used to upload onto YouTube back when it just you know like it just kinda, a it, few it, months after it was even out. What do you mean? Like just a few months after we used to we actually 
put oh, right after a, YouTube came out. Yeah, well, that's what you saying. mean, right? After yeah, YouTube came like, out, right, right, right. Early, early 2006, and YouTube uh, launched in like late 20, 2005. Five, yeah. And uh, we used to do a bunch of dubs, and me and Jacob used to do that way back in like 2001 like, to 2002 yeah, as well, fun, just for fun. Like but we didn't have any DVD outlet DVD. to show it, but now with YouTube, oh, we did that. And um, back then, I, 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 I can still remember searching like dub overs or, you know, overdub parody dubs. There was nothing. Honestly, there was yeah, nothing. I remember, there was just that. some people video blogging about something. I was like dubbing for like. I think that's a term for like a musical term for something like I don't know. overdubbing stuff like that. Yeah, and dubstep. there was nothing. Dubstep. <laughs> this is before dubstep. This is before dubstep. We invented dubstep. I think with we did the walking taco dubstep. <laughs> Someone watched it and they were like, Ooh. "Yeah, yeah, yeah." Thank you, Skrillex. And so the short version of the story. So the is... short version of that was that we were one of the first guys, but the problem is that we kept getting taken down. Otherwise, I am a hundred percent convinced that ours would have like risen up to the top. The sky, because it's the cream of the crop. But no, I'm just kidding. I'm, I'm, I know I'm, you're joking. I'm, you know, I'm half joking. Um, and that sort of happened. And uh, we, for some reason, we kept doing the Lord of the Rings ones. Yeah, I know. And then we uh, gradually we had like five or six different scenes that we already dubbed over, and then we just were thinking. Did I say thinking or stinking? Yeah, no. <laughs> um, why don't we just do the whole thing, right? Yeah, yeah. And we had Grandmaster Drew with us, who yeah, is Grandmaster. amazing at improv, like like at least better than us. And we got <laughs> we got through it. And there were times when um, me and you, Jake, oh no, even Drew, like especially Drew, was like, I don't want to do this anymore. I remember, yeah. But we were like, no, we gotta do it. We gotta and push like, through. Yeah, but... Especially toward the end, because I oh, think... Oh, man, I like, remember that. I, basically, what happened was, it. Like, we did this... We didn't do this, like, over the course of a month or or anything. Like so how long did it take? It was, like, two and a half or three years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but it was, like, yeah. super, like... Sometimes we just, like, take a break for, like, yeah, three yeah, yeah. months. Right. And then we, like, did, like, three right. episodes in three days. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> right. So it wasn't, it wasn't like, intent, an intense process, but as a result, we would, like, we would come up with a joke. And then by a year and a half later, the joke is a lot less funny now yeah. <laughs> because yeah. we've like tired it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so that's kind of how the whole thing was. By the time it was supposed to be done, I'm just kind of, I'm already done with it mentally. Yeah. And so then well, I didn't show anyone. Well, and especially, <laughs> especially because I, like the humor that you like brought to it, Drew, is usually like clever stuff. Like yeah, you had the yeah. clever jokes and you would tie in things. Tie things together, you know what I mean? Ideas yeah, yeah, yeah. And some little and uh, me and, gags, well, and, then, and but Phil I would, would just do the stupid sounds. Yeah, Phil would just do the stupid sounds. So his 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 humor is always like, <laughs> and then, then like Gandalf's like running jokes. Like, I still love I love old man noises, and we started <laughs> we started a joke uh, with some of my friends that I live with of like hurry hurry Potter. Oh, that's hurry, right. Oh, hurry, that's- hurry 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 hurry! I love you. You know, like oh, just man. like that. Yeah, really, yeah, yeah. The so old man noises that you just mm-hmm. make yeah, the, anytime you're going. The thing up we did downstairs. was always like we added. We added <laughs> yeah, exactly. We, we, no, we added noises to like movements that were weren't supposed to have any noises. That's at because all. of the That's animation. The point, yeah, it's amazing animation. Ralph Bakshi it just moves so much. <laughs> yeah, and, and hey, did you see the news? Did you see Ralph Bakshi's son? Yeah. is actually ha- he finding uploaded? a whole bunch of yeah. stuff and putting it on Facebook. 
That's amazing. It's, cool. it's like remember when we were talking. This was amazing. You said remember your whole impro- improvised uh, exposition thing, like the story that Gandalf tells when he comes back as Gandalf the White. You know, Orc Slayer. Yes, that's my game. And he's like, <laughs> "All right, manly huddle. Tell us what happened, Gandalf." And he's like, "Long I fell." I battled the Balrog. Yeah, yeah, and he's like, and the, the, the producers didn't yeah, have enough money, so there's a bunch of cheap panicked. pictures. And yeah. thought how we could possibly put this on film and, you know, translate it to, like, translate this to yeah. film and put it in theaters. And guess what? He did because we have some <laughs> hidden animation That's that was so... just uncovered this month or last month. And mm-hmm. there it is. I know. It's, it's amazing. amazing. And it was pretty, pretty fun. <laughs> no, and so... the other thing, it's like the style was radically different. Uh, yes, you mean in the old in the, the discovery the, the animation footage. in the dream yeah, the sequence, and that's so funny because he said, and this is what I find interesting about like when uh, some filmmakers do this, and I know there's many people who like many filmmakers who don't want to make it consistent, but they have their own internal logic to sort of justify why they did that. And he said it was because mm-hmm. well, it was because it was supposed to be. So I'm trying to be Ralph Bakshi, but I can't do as good as Mark Hamill's impression. Oh, that, that was, was perfect. You called that. A, sorry, you called that, that a pixie. And he said, and he said like. Um, it's because it's supposed to look be like his from his memory. Oh, so right. it's because of his memory that he can't remember very well. So it's based on his memory's mind. It's a little eye. different. Yeah, that's why it's a little different. And that's so that's the idea, the huh? Yeah, and so we had and remember and also we used to on our dub we used to put. Just stuff that we currently found funny. Like, yeah, I know. Uh, like, for example, there'd be like the new iPods out, right? And then we're like, yeah. put a little, like, you know, making fun of marketing and stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then we also did uh, the Pogles. Pogles Wood. Was a, this was a wonderful Huggers, yeah, but That was a good one. Pogles. We, we have to talk about Pogles for like two seconds. So Pogles. Pogles still funny. So, so tell, us, tell us about Pogles. Dude. Tell <laughs> Pogles, us about Pogles are obviously still funny. Right. So basically, what happened was I when I was, I was in college at the time, and there was a. a server where the professors put all their videos for showing classes and um for whatever reason everyone had access to the server at the beginning of one of the semesters and so instead of telling them the students all started doing searches and trying to find like what all is on here and we yeah. found a whole bunch of really weird videos and i just started like clicking through and starting watching some and i found this one called Pogles Wood, which is this really, like, I would hesitate to call it stop motion (laughs) because it's so, there's so little actual animation. It's mostly just photographs and sometimes film. Yeah, it's all shot in black and white. I think it was done in the 60s sometimes. Yeah, and so then I just immediately copied all of it down. (laughs) (laughs) and uh, Gold mines. Yeah, I showed to Phil and Jake. And then later I told my professor, like, hey, by the way, the... um, project server is up he's like whoa that's been up how long has that been up since the beginning of the semester and it's been like two months you know he's like wonderful oh has anyone copied anything or done anything i wonder oh well i can't control it i was like yeah i actually looked on there before i told you and there was this thing called pogles wood and he's like oh i love that (laughs) so well you know sort of childhood thing i guess probably like it's as far as no he's found it as an adult oh really really enjoyed them yeah that's amazing that's so cool i mean like it's it is like a it was like a, a, a children's program that ran it. Right. It's an English program, obviously. Is it BBC? Most likely, I don't know. Probably, sure, like, and it's just made by two people, so that oh, would explain how why the animation is so limited. Right. Because, but uh, it was one of those shows guys. where 
uh, the, the storytelling was extremely slow. Well, it's for a little kids. Well, I know it's for little kids, I know, but there's some kids shows yeah, that but, are fast. Yeah. But, but this was like just one of those excruciatingly <laughs> painful, especially if you're an adult. You know, yes, like, yes. Older, at least. And you're watching it, and they're just telling these like boring stories about like, Hello, this I am king. King of the fatties. Well, yeah, that's so... And my land is fatty land. <laughs> stuff like that. And it's like, bring the bilberry wine. Bilberry wine. Like, we need to save this plant. Yeah, the plant. Let's feed the plant. It's like a whole story we'll about saving this bilberry wine. Bilberry wine. Yeah. Give me some more of that bilberry wine. Okay, sorry. <laughs> so anyway, coming back to the dub really quick. So, so we put that into our dub. Yeah, of course. And that was, that was what, what amused yeah. us. And I did all the voices for... I think Almost no, everyone. You, almost <laughs> everyone, but then Drew did... Like yeah, we want to know what Drew did because well. you know that the it, video's still on, right, on YouTube. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Like, I don't have a link to it, That's or right. at least I, I, I don't look at it, it regularly. Yeah. I don't know how many views it has currently, but last time I looked, it how was many? way more than I expected. Yeah, I know, right? It's weird because like I thought it was gonna be like oh, two thousand views. It's and... probably people who expect the actual full yeah, version of the movie, is, yeah. the actual one, and then they sort of luckily they don't press the dislike button and they keep watching and then they go, huh. This oh, it's at three hundred and five. It's at almost three hundred and six thousand views. Oh wow! Wow, isn't that? So or sorry, cool. yeah, views, and then sixteen hundred likes. How nice! And oh, as cool. of whatever the day is today, whatever yeah, the 12th, day is today, twelfth April. So, 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 what do you think, though? Like in retrospect of the whole project, <laughs> what was your? I like what was how we're your talking experience? about this as if it was. A I know it's not. It's not. It's not. But I just want to know. Well, I just want to know what you think, too. Such a project. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I mean, I think, like, it actually. I accidentally got it discovered when I was in college my junior year or something like that because um one of my friends had seen one of the dubs without me giving it to him and had really? mentioned it and i was like i actually worked on those like really yeah and <sighs> I, so then i got the dvd from you guys and um mentioned to him i had it and one of my professors saw one of the videos over <laughs> his shoulder that i was showing he's like what is this this is funny and so then i gave the professor the DVD and he went home and watched it with his wife. She only lasted like 30 minutes, <laughs> which is not a surprise. Like that's more where I would yeah. like, I'm bored of this. And he's like, we should try to have a screening on campus, which I shot down immediately. Cause I did not want that. <laughs> cause then, well, well like, I the understand. Is, like, cause college, then, you know, you yeah, when you come back guy. and you see the credits and you see, there's just like one person there and then you realize that he's actually asleep. Yeah, yeah, and that's that kind of that's thing. all it's that's like, left of the of the audience, right? Because like two and a half hours, <laughs> it's really longer than the, the movie, right? There's other so, people who do abridged, and we're like, remember we, 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 we ourselves got bored when we finished. Yeah, we, it, we had we a screening it. when mm-hmm. we were finished with the movie, and we watched it together. Remember that? And I remember standing. I'm like, thank goodness. <laughs> yeah, when it was done, like, oh, good. It's all over. I can put this behind. And, me. And, our, and, our friend, it, and our friend Aaron, it will haunt your dreams. Our friend forever. Aaron Winters watched it with us. He yeah. lasted a good 15 minutes. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's well, that's Aaron. true of like any movie with Aaron. That's true. Like, yeah. So yeah. we can't really. Yeah. Say but the funny, he yeah, it's. It's, I think the thing with it for me is I'm really already like, by the time it was done, I didn't really find most of the jokes funny, like I said earlier, because of how yeah. old well, yeah, they yeah. were and how we use them a lot, which is fine. That's what jokes are for. But by that time, it's like, it has much less appeal for me. And so it just like, I don't know, beyond the, the humorous quality of it, the rest of it that's left is Backsheets, Lord of the Rings, which I'd seen a lot. So Yeah. yeah and yeah. plus we didn't do like, we had no like idea of making a story like it, mm-hmm. like it wasn't a huge yeah, story. Like the story was kind of put together at the end yeah and it it didn't all hold together and no. a lot of the changes then kind of changed some of the other jokes and yeah. so it was like 
as a whole. I don't know if it ever really was meant to be cohesive. Not really. We no. tried to make it cohesive, <laughs> yeah, you know, so it's, it doesn't completely hold together, which it's like, whatever, yeah. it's it's not the, the end of the world. So for me, it's it's yeah. less of an entertaining movie. I don't really show anyone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, no, but no, no. Not, not because I think it's bad, but just for me, yeah. I'm not very like interested and in it. it which yeah. is That's totally fine. Thing. I love that because it's always going to be fun annoying you every time. <laughs> yeah, every when, time. Because I know a lot of people that I actually became friends with because of those because right. of the dubs. What are the sisters' And names? they're always they're always like, it's like the greatest thing ever. And, and and so I love being able to like annoy Drew about it all the time. I know, time. yeah, that's great. And he's like, I don't want anything to do with it. Get away well, from Well, and the it. other thing was, I think at one point we were, I was pretty much saying like, I'm, I don't want to do any more of these dubs. Like I'm kind of, yeah, I, that I think we remember. We, we and you're like, like, but Drew, there are views on these. And he had like convinced me by like showing me people are like, we're like where are the rest of them? You haven't updated views. months. And I remember there was like two or three months where I kept getting boxes. You know, oh, yes. Yeah, to right. burn the DVDs. Which people. was very interesting. That was interesting. Yeah, it's like every day I was like, "Oh, another another box. I got a brand new DVD." Yeah, but it, I mean, how like, many the did whole you end thing, up burning? I don't know. Definitely over a dozen. So wow. So yeah. just for people's information, we did actually send out DVDs. What was the? How did you get people to ask you for them? What, what was we that did process it on, like? Uh, I just made a video and I said the the whole thing's completed. We made a DVD, and uh, I just give the address and i said please include you know money for shipping back basically in a dvd a blank dvd and a blank dvd and then of course just tell them please own the original dvd <laughs> like you can't like we're yeah not, yeah you know. as if we haven't uh breached a lot of um putting on youtube <laughs> yeah what's what's it called it's called copyright uh, infringement infringements yeah. yeah that's the word infringement infringement not yeah. stealing no it's infringement. not thievery it's infringement so anyway, and the we, interesting thing is, like, there's no way we can actually know whether or not what we did was legal until it goes to court. <laughs> great. Isn't it's that true. Great? Like, because I've been. And I've I been, will be uh, using my, uh, what, what do you think? My, my, my Sam voice during, <laughs> during this pro- procedure. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. During but the that's the thing. I don't want to talk. We, we, we don't have to go into copyright and stuff. That's no, huge. That's a huge issue. But I just want to say that it's weird because it is a question, like, the whole dub, like, it's it's pretty much not the movie anymore. You know no. what I mean? It's not. That's true. Right. So it's like that's the gray area at a fair use. Yes. And you're like, uh. But also, yeah. like, look at this guy who does. Uh, you've obviously heard of this, Drew, on YouTube. It's very popular. It's uh, things wrong with. I think what it's called, like everything yeah, wrong every- with so and so. Have you seen this? Okay. It's like a really no, I haven't. Okay, well, it's really, really popular. He gets like a million views, like minimum right. for each video, and it's just a really quick. Doof, 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 and it's like this is one reason this is another reason and he uses footage from every movie and Batman and Robin clocks it around 30 minutes but he doesn't get any kind of uh, copyright yeah like and I know that it might be that you know Warner Brothers allowed it or whatever but it's also uh, but it's kind of I don't know because like I look at all of his other videos and they're incredibly not so professional so I don't know right it's it's such a weird so do you want to actually um I can actually tell you how this works because I've been um, because I work at a law school. Yeah, oh. and I work on their online courses. I've been working on an entertainment law oh, course, yeah, 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 which about talks that. about this stuff. So it turns out that there's no way you can really know um, whether or not something is fair use unless that specific case goes to court. That's interesting. That is interesting. So um, unless they're taking him to court, or they what they would do is they would just have a DMCA request. In other words, ask YouTube to take the video down yeah. and mm-hmm. he would have to mm-hmm. ask them to not take it down. And 
if right, he, yeah. they wouldn't put it back up, he would take them to court. That's true. That's so true. it's really it's less um, objective than you might mm-hmm. hope. Like that, you'd hope that there's some kind of standard, and then once that standard is met, then now it's safe. But it turns out uh, you're never really safe. You can only kind of mitigate your so, liability. Yeah, so it's just the the old west over there. Yeah. So Pretty basically, much. because either the um, either the videos aren't big enough for the studio to notice, or the studio doesn't care. That's probably yeah. But I think it really case. also depends from studio to studio. Yeah, especially when we're talking about movies and stuff it's, like that. Yeah, yeah. That's that's about it. You want to like let's say. Um, what, what can we talk about? I think about? We're, we're done talking about. Yeah, we're done. No more. Definitely. But I, you know, yeah, I, yeah. I just feel like I have to do some voice impressions. <laughs> do you want? Do you want to? Do you want to sing something, Jacob? Do you want to <laughs> be Bilbo? <laughs> And, and I'll, Bilbo. And I'll, Which version of Bilbo? <laughs> version? That was another. The characters changed. Well, there's the one. There's the one. Was... There's the one in the council who's. But I love it. And, and then there's mine who's like. And he's like, Bilbo, just shut up, you tipsy lad. No. <laughs> and then mine's like, Gandalf. Gandalf. Yeah, yeah. You're the, you're was the, like two scenes right in a row that his voice suddenly <laughs> like completely yeah. complete change this painting. Yeah, yeah. And so yeah, so I'll be Sam, and I'll go. Do you want to build a snowman? Do you want to go play? <laughs> yes, I do, Mr. Bilbo. What is wrong with you? Is this the place you've gone away? We used I have to thongs. Thong <laughs> <laughs> power. Yeah, awesome. Okay, we're good. That was done. That's we're done. Now, now we have to talk about this for like 10 years. Perfect. Okay, so Yay. I guess so. I mean, I'm, I'm sorry, everybody. Okay. So let's talk about uh, how you, like, because, like, we used to. Okay, you know what? I have to get. Uh, <sighs> I, sorry, I'll cut this out. Yeah. <laughs> Phil, Hanging put so out. much pressure on these podcasts. <laughs> what? Oh, yeah. You mean did you, put, did you listen? You to always some of them? put some. Yeah, of course, <sighs> I listen to all yeah. of them. See, Drew's our our fan. Good. Well, that's See, nice. I'm a loyal fan. So yeah, nice. unlike some of our other Thanks. friends, like Luke. Remember him on the Luke podcast? Yeah. yeah, he doesn't listen to the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> he was on it twice. Yeah. <laughs> like that's almost the majority of podcasts. Yeah. Yeah. Luke. Yeah. And like he Luke's. hasn't. Three-fourths now. Did he really. even listen to his own? That's a good question. I have no clue. Uh, no. Possibly. Because, like, the one, the last one we did was, uh, what is it, the Marvel one. Yeah. And that was, like, yeah. two hours, 30 minutes. It's just going all through all the Marvel movies. I can't believe we did it. Listen to this, though. You know what happened? We recorded that whole thing, and then we, we pressed play, and we sounded like robots. It was oh, like, yeah, that was bad. <laughs> and the reason was there was something <laughs> wrong with the bit rate. It? Yeah, the bit rate was and out it of sync. Ruined oh, the man. whole thing, so it was a crunchy, a crunchy recording. Yeah, and so yeah, mine's at forty four one hundred. Mm-hmm. Oh, good, that's good, standard. Good. That's like good. And like we had to okay. missync like us, but through the magic of plugins, we somehow yeah, Jacob like, somehow magically made it, it to sound okay. It was amazing. Which was excellent. Nice. Yeah, it, I didn't couldn't tell. So that's good. That's nice. good. That's the funny that's thing though. Stuff. Like podcasts, like they range so much yeah. in quality. Like some yeah. podcasts are literally a microphone in a room. Yeah, and it's like. Hello, hello. <laughs> and you can hear the guy hear talking to his iPhone across the room. The, yeah, from the walls. Like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, hey, Drew, how's it going? Yeah, how's it going? It's going all right. It's a Saturday morning here. That's really? Nice. Wait, wait. Yeah. In Chicago. 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 It's Chicago, so Illinois. Actually, technically, I'm in Wheaton. That's true. Yeah, Illinois, which is west of Chicago. How far away is Wheaton from Chicago? Half hour drive. Uh, yeah, well, it depends because <laughs> Chicago actually has pretty bad traffic. So if you're um, if you're in rush hour, it's about an hour and ten minutes. But ideally, but if there's no traffic, it's like thirty five minutes. That's pretty good. Yeah, and on Sounds a train, right. it's forty five minutes. 
to downtown to the loop. Nice. Do you take the train often? I take the train daily. Oh, Uh, I I commute. Yeah. (laughs) Um, and I was talking to Jake, like when I first started taking the train, like I think the first three months or whatever, I lost my monthly pass. What? There's so many in a row. And it was like, those are like $150. Yeah, Drew's like just so. like, you know, like blowing cash on all his <laughs> passes. And he's like, oh, lost it again. Whoops. <laughs> it's not like I was like, oh, well, I'm happy. Every time you do, it's like that feeling, know, that yeah. panic, like stomach gone. So seeing, into seeing dollar sweat. signs yeah, flying, away. flying away into the sky. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, especially because like one of them, I got off and I went like halfway down the stairs on the, like at the station. Mm-hmm. And then the train, like, I hear the doors are about to close. I hear them close, and then I realize I don't have my pass and just watch the train pull That's away. That's terrible. Couldn't you, like, like call them back? Feeling. I left my train pass. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you can do that. But you there's a spot on the back where you're supposed to put your name and phone number. And I didn't do that on any of those times. And after the last time, like, I started filling it out. And since then, I've never lost one, so. Yeah. I was going to ask. Like, I was pretty sure they would give you, like, a... Like a make refund, you a new one or something. Something like that. Yeah. It's uh, it's weird because then I I also I sat next to someone on Friday, which is yesterday, mm-hmm. and they were um they showed the wrong month monthly pass. Oh no. And everyone's like, How do you even do that? Like what don't you usually and he's like, No, I have like fifteen years of these at home. <laughs> so he gets out another one and they're all in plastic protectors. What? So when he goes to the window and he asks for a train pass protector as though it's his first pass ever. Wow. And he's done that every month for 15 years. That's amazing. That's, that's, which made me think about like, and he also talked some of the older passes actually had like art by professional artists and designers. And the new ones are all done by like grade schoolers. Like Microsoft publisher paint. Well, no, the new it's, it's literally grade schoolers. Like it's, it's (laughs) crayon and pencil drawings. And so it's like, Oh, that's nice that they did that. He's like, but some of the old ones are actually really cool. Cause I thought that made me curious. It was like, you know, like the CEO's son, like, come on, come on, Skippy, make us a new one. I mean, maybe great. Maybe, maybe it is. Yeah. You know, was I called nepotism? Skippy Metra. Nepotism. Yes. I have to say, I really, really am getting a craving for Taco Bell. Oh yeah, I wanted to mention this. I've been thinking about it for such a long time, Drew. Right. I, well, did you? I remember did you hear how or see any of the pictures of, of the, my recent Taco Bell breakfast? No, I haven't. Bonanza. I have. Have but you heard Jacob about has. it? Okay, I've heard did about it. Did you hear from Jake? Okay, okay. I, told, I told Phil about it. Your deluxe meal, <laughs> where you you yeah. bought all these all the items from the breakfast menu, right from Taco Bell, oh, right? And you laid them out so nicely on plates with like strawberries and fruits and little, little, <laughs> yeah. little I didn't see this. Yeah, yeah there's there are pictures there's pictures of each item oh. but it basically so we tried all the things by the time we ate them because we took all the time like driving there driving back and then setting it up by the time we ate them it was all pretty much cold oh. um, which isn't the best but i had some warmer and it's not much different so that's like just mostly to verify like the flavors are pretty much the same so basically there are we got six items by like far and away the best thing on the the Taco Bell breakfast menu is the little Cinnabon delights. They're oh, basically yeah. like if you've ever had a funnel cake or an elephant ear. Yes, it's yeah. like cinnamon dough with sugar on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like that, but then with the icing center. Mm. Oh, what? That sounds pretty fabulous. Yep. Like and inside? Yes. Oh. And they're good, oh. which I was just like when I tasted the first one, we actually had it also with like a raspberry sauce. 
Like homemade it raspberry sauce? From, okay, yeah. Yes. Yeah. It doesn't come from Taco Bell. <laughs> but it's just like if you do something like that, even if you just had like maple syrup or I don't know, some maybe especially fruit flavors would be really good. Sounds um, pretty that good. Was, those were incredible. Um, unfortunately, I went back and looked at the menu. To get four of them is $1.50 at least in Chicago because okay. the prices here are crazy. So four of them is $1.50. But I thought they were bite size. They are. What, you get so you just get, one? No, you get four. Like four oh, for a pack of four oh, is $1.50. Okay, I'm sorry. Okay, I thought you meant four packs. Four is $1.50. Yeah, and then it's, it's like uh, $4.50 for 12, which is the same price. Okay. Like, why wouldn't you just get like in groups of four? Like, you don't have to have a 12-pack, if that makes sense. Just the only difference is the size of a box. You don't get less... To pay less money for oh. more things. It's so silly. Like, it should be less. This is a marketing oh, thing where it's man. like marketing ploy. Sounds I don't like know. It. It's just they overpriced. Yeah. That's annoying. At least in my opinion. But those are the, by far the best. The what about, really, the, like, absolute worst thing was, do you guys remember the chicken flatbread sandwiches? Uh, from Taco Bell? Yeah. When we talked about, like, the Taco Bell scientists in the back, like, coming up with new things. Uh, okay, yes. I remember, I remember this. I remember this. Right. But they, they discontinued like, that, What is they? this? Yes, because it's terrible. I heard it was so pretty bad. The, it was this flatbread sandwich that they made at Taco Bell. What? But what was special about it? They had like Taco Bell ingredients or it what? Was, right, all it was was this piece of quote-unquote flatbread, which I will get to in a second, <laughs> and like strips of chicken and cheese, and that was it. And it was a dollar, so that was why it was like not good. But the flatbread is the worst thing Taco Bell makes. Really? I, I promise you. So like... It's worse than their beef, which is already pretty not great. The flatbread is basically like cornmeal and water. Uh, it's so mealy, like, and it's kind of thick, mm. unlike a tortilla. Uh. So the worst thing is the like the sausage flatbread melt. There is no bacon <laughs> flatbread melt. And here's why: it's just like a sausage patty, like one of those circular like yeah, yeah, heat yeah, and yeah. serve, like brown and serve sausage patties, cheese, and a flatbread thing around it. Okay. And it was so nasty oh, because man. the sausage isn't that good, you know, because yeah. it's cheap. So it's not that good. Then there's like cheap cheese and that nasty flatbread thing, and there's nothing to redeem it. That's terrible. That was, oh. I was expecting to be like, just like, what if I wrapped sausage in a tortilla? That's not so bad. <laughs> you know, like, that's what's the worst it could be. And then he's just like, everything about it is terrible. <laughs> it reminds me of those little cheese rolls they used to have, or they might still have them, where it's just I tortillas mean, with like they cheese. They have breakfast. Ew, yeah, they, I remember that. Oh. They also have. We must this other talk thing. about the good, not the bad. <laughs> right. Yes. Well, the the best deal probably is grill stuff burrito. It's, well, I grilled like grill stuff, but it's expensive. Oh, yeah, that's true. Um, oh, no, it's, it's, it's the, I know. I know what the deal. Best deal is. Uh, Isn't it the the like five meat burrito? Five layer burrito. Five layer. Yes, five? that one. Oh, I like the beefy five layer. That one's good. And then if you get a number two chicken. <sighs> thing and a beefy five layer burrito that's the cheapest combo but okay so back to breakfast really quickly uh the breakfast burritos are the exact same as the um mcdonald's ones breakfast no the breakfast grilled soft tacos it's just rolled up oh but it's 70 cents more what what stuff like that that's this is kinds of things about like (laughs) so (laughs) don't get don't get baited in uh, also, I if can't. you get a, I can't. I don't we don't have America. a Taco Bell here. <laughs> Not for right. miles. The well, only ta- wait, wait, wait. You have to know this. The only Taco Bell that exists in Europe is up in England, and it's just one store in Manchester in a mall somewhere. And at the U.S. Army base in Germany. Yeah, and that's it. 
Like, that's wow. ridiculous. And that's it. And that's why I'm very sad. Every time, like, I remember, like, late at night, I'm like, man, I miss I miss Drew annoying us every time when he came over and going, Taco, <laughs> Taco Bell, Bell time. That's every time. Phil was always, I don't, how do you have money for this? And yeah. then you realize that Taco Bell costs like three, <laughs> three cents. <laughs> and, and the best was this. We go to the drive-thru. Drew, what do you want? Jake, I know what I want. Phil. So we I did this. We did this know. every time mm. Drew came over. Every time it was kind of like a running joke with us. Pretty much, yeah. Well, for Drew, most of the time, just to get us to go to Taco Bell, just because we could. And I'm like, I'm not even hungry. Don't care. Let's go. <laughs> Collect those pennies, buddy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was funny because one time I think you actually were collecting pennies, and then you come up short, and I paid for yours. Oh yeah, I, no! Because th- I, was- oh, I was like, "We gotta go to Taco Bell." Yeah, and now like, I don't have enough. Uh, I'm yeah. like, "I'll just pay for it." Yeah, and now I miss it. It's good times. I really yep. miss it. See, because yeah. you thought you were annoyed, but you know, I have to say something. Here's an opinion. Here's I an take op- it back. Here's an opinion article for me. Okay, uh, I- I'm not a big fan that a lot of people badmouth uh, fast food chains like Taco Bell or mm-hmm. uh, Pizza Hut and stuff like that. And the reason is, Pizza Hut, Papa John's, Domino's, all these all these restaurants, their whole thing is making food fast and making it decent, you know, and for cheap. the price, mm-hmm. right? So it's like, and I always hear stuff like, oh, car- cardboard yeah. uh, dough from Domino's, like that was terrible. But now they updated their recipe; it's kind of better, but it's still like bad. And it's like, what do you mean? It's like <laughs> it's pizza for like that price; it's good. You know what I mean? Like it's pretty good. You just got price. like eight pizzas for a nickel. Yeah, like, but, why are but you? it tastes like pretty good. Like. You get what you paid for, you know what I mean? I agree, yeah. Jacob. I agree. But if you know, you like a proper think, pizza, like yeah. then you go to some restaurant, right? Exactly. If you want Italian pizza or something like that, go, go to, to some... Or like the local ones. Yeah, right. Local I think it's place. interesting because people are getting a little bit more spoiled now. Yeah, I think that's um, the thing. Like Starbucks prices, like that's fast, but it's super expensive. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But then you have things like Chipotle where it's also like not that expensive and it's pretty fresh. Was like, it? They is out a is better... Chipotle... Hey, 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 hey. You know what? I just want to say something. Just key, hold that thought. I just want to say me and Jacob have been uh, wanting to see what was happening in Anderson. Oh, yeah. And so, right. in, you know, what's the closest thing to being there than going there, you know, and paying for a ticket on a plane? Mm-hmm. Google Earth Street View. So we were looking, and it was like August 2013 uh, pictures on yeah. Street View. Mm-hmm. And we were going down Scatterfield, which is one of the famous roads in famous. Anderson. So famous. In Anderson with all the yeah, businesses. one of the major roads. Yeah. How's that? And uh, we were expecting there to be less I was, I was expecting like, 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 like three businesses are like shut, shut down over yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's, there's, there's empty, empty buildings there, empty. But you know what? There's even more. There's a Chipotle there now. And really? There, yeah. I knew there was a Qdoba. Yeah, the Qdoba as well, and like Panda Express. What? The, yeah. What's going okay, so on here? Anyway, the reason that's for that is say. the casino. Really? Oh, yeah, because oh, it's, it's right there. Remember? Town. That's right. Yeah, it is. So that's oh, the reason. It's becoming a gambling mm. town. Man. Anyway, continue. Right. But with when you, what I've you actually say. been Chipotle. back to Anderson a couple times, oh, and it's a little bit less clean. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Everything no. is more moss growing on it and mm. more dirt everywhere. That's too bad. Ten times. Not near the casino. No, so, no, no. As long as you're a gambling man, things are good. <laughs> well, anyway, continue with the Chipotle. Right. Well, Chipotle, I feel like uh, we were talking about fast food and ragging on fast food. And, and I think if you say, like, McDonald's is terrible, I'd never eat there, then you're lying because they sell how many burgers? Like, how many billion yep, burgers yep, a day? Yep. Like, obviously, yeah. everyone goes there. Whether or not you tell people is up to you. So, yeah, it's, yeah, exactly. I mean, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, it's fine. That's you're not expecting gourmet food, or at least you no, shouldn't be. No, no, exactly. And I think the problem is people like Chipotle, like that that company. What they do is they have very fast process, but it's also better food. 
in terms of like quality, quality. ingredients. Yeah. Right. So you still get a cheap price because they're making it in large groups. Right. Um, but it's better food. And so because of stuff like that, I think that that hopefully will help kind of improve fast food as a whole. Yeah, yeah. Because the part of the the issue also is I found that McDonald's actually isn't as fast anymore as it, I felt like it used to be. Hmm. Like maybe a, like really big McDonald's where they're like cranking stuff out and ready to go. But even at like some in the city, it's slow. Yeah, you know, mm. me and Jacob also found this out because, like, in in Croatia, guess what? They have a KFC here. We're not talking about that. That's 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 treachery. That's a different topic. Um, but uh, <laughs> that's not fast food. Yeah. No, but but it's treachery. No, you know? they, I have no they, idea. Okay, menu. Anyway. It, it, the menu's horrible. Um, but uh, we have McDonald's here, and we noticed that the ones in the small towns, yeah, a lot better, than, lot the better than the ones in the, the, the malls, malls or really? the cities. Um, and it's weird. But, I don't know why, but but yeah. I think that's in what fact. way? In like the food or the quality? It's the same food, same quality. Um, but the thing is, like, oftentimes if you're at the mall, for some yeah. reason, like, you might get a burger that's, like, been sitting out for a little yeah. longer. And then, like, the, oh, in, like, yeah. the local places, like, they just make it fresh instantly. Yeah, it tastes mm-hmm. better. better. Um, anyway, this uh, podcast episode brought to you by Chipotle. <laughs> and McDonald's. And here. by rural McDonald's. <laughs> yeah, rural. Not urban McDonald's. <laughs> <Yeah>. No. <laughs> we want to clearly so dis- different. differentiate Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Completely different corporations. I, th- I think now. we've been talking about food for, like, half an hour. Well, I don't care. It's great. That's true. Um, I like food. Yeah. Food's so, good. what do you like? Uh, so, let's talk about like how's it going in Chicago, honestly? Because uh, it's all right. I'm currently um, doing a lot of design stuff. Like my big project for the last two years has been Paper Anywhere. Yeah, let's talk about some of that stuff. Yeah. Which is uh, I, I don't know if Phil have you yes. played with it much? Oh yes, I have. I have you. When, uh, whenever you told me to, I did, and it was fun. Except the only <laughs> thing. I told you to well, <laughs> no, I didn't mean. <laughs> I didn't no, mean it funny. that Go way. Ahead. I didn't mean it. Um, I, I just, you know, you just gotta, I just, stupid, okay, this is the problem. My stupid pen tablet doesn't want mm-hmm. to, like, it's just, it's not doing a good job every time I want to draw on it. It's just, it's it's, it's having bad reactions. Hmm. That's the thing. I don't think it's anything wrong with your program as much as it's a stupid pen tablet. And that's why it's hard for me to, to continue. But I like it. It's great. JB, you have anything to say about that? Yeah. Are you guys still in beta? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So it's not quite open right now. What we've been doing, um, I don't want to get too much into the details, but we've been paying like quite a bit actually monthly for servers. So what's, oh. the, what's uh, the idea though? Like, pitch us the idea. Yeah, just the elevator so pitch. Paper Anywhere is an infinite piece of paper that you can share with anyone. So you can do uh, huge digital drawings in real time with other people uh, using only a web browser. So whether you have an iPhone, Android, so phone, basically tablet, cross-platform. computer, anything, even on things like smart boards, you can hmm. draw and pinch zoom and change colors and just do things in real time with other people. So the idea is to help people work on projects. And, right. And like, well, the idea, idea is, is like super fast. Draw with anyone anywhere. Yeah. So um, the neat thing about it is it's actually really huge, huge pages. So you can. You can, uh, like, if you draw a circle, you can zoom in, draw another circle, yeah, I mean, like zoom you said, in, theoretically draw another circle, whatever. Right. 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 Well, actually, um, mathematically, there are some challenges to that, mm-hmm. obviously. Um, JavaScript can't hold infinite sized numbers. Yeah, so I was there say, are that, that's limits. Like theoretically, I mean, like. Right. So I actually calculated the limits. And if you zoom all the way in to, like, the point where it stops working, you can see that, like, one pixel would be the about the width of a plank. Like P L A N C K, yeah, yeah, which is the smallest measurable distance. Oh wow! Whoa! Um, and then if you zoom all the way out, 
let's say, till the point right before it's making errors, same thing as like it's zoomed in. Okay. The screen is the size of a galaxy. No, that, that's, really? that's kind of scary. I'm yes. Kind of, so I'm you're looking at here. really big pages. And in fact, like <laughs> the other crazy. day, I was, tra- <laughs> I was trying to show someone like, okay, it works. It's live. Here, I'll get you logged in as this test user and I'll log in as me. Okay, I'll, I'll go to this shared page. And someone else had logged in as the test user before and was playing with it and got really far somewhere. And we couldn't find where he was. Oh, yeah, boy. It's like, well, we're well, lost, you know? Yeah. That's so, I mean, obviously, there are things we can do to avoid that. Like, I'm going to have it um, do it so that you have, like, every time you draw something, it sort of remembers where you are. And you can go back and forward through the different places you've drawn things. So, if anyone wants to try it out, can they? Or is it still, like, a private? Yeah, it's, it's um, absolutely free. You can't do the collaborative stuff for free. So, only you can see it and it won't save. But you just go to paperanywhere.com slash app. Okay, wonderful. And, and that's app with two P's, am I correct in saying that? That's correct. Yes. yes. I just had to make sure. I wasn't sure myself. Chipotle. Yeah, it could have been something else. It could have like apply yeah. people, add people, <laughs> AP add people. Yeah. yeah. That's pretty so sweet. So other than that, what have you been up um, to? Yeah, any, any other projects you're working on or um, anything you want to share? Um, or is it yeah, I also have stuff? I mean, Because we I've know Drew. Been, Drew's always busy. I, I try to keep some projects going. Um, I have another really big project that I've been working on, which is Ethos. Right, which yeah. Which is mostly uh, like... I wasn't sure a, if you want to talk about that or was it kind of like a still a, in a very much secret. conceptual uh, well, it's very It's still very conceptual, but it's something that I've done a lot of design for. So the idea is it's sort of like a web platform for things where you could have like combined email or combined file storage. It's a lot like um, Jolly Cloud. Hmm. No, no, that is a website where you can write. So that's kind of why I think I could compete with Jolly Cloud. Mm -hmm. But no, but also the part of it is to kind of be a replacement for things like phones, smartphones, right? Right. So the the idea of Ethos is it's sort of your digital presence. So if you had one way where I could like just in any web browser, I could log in and see all of my texts or um, all my phone calls and all my email. It's basically like logging into your phone from anywhere. Yeah. Um, so cool. that makes having a phone much less about the phone itself, which is nice because ah. then let's say my phone battery dies or it gets yeah. broken ethos or falls of off a cliff, of I lose it. Yeah, yeah. Right. The I log into survived. my ethos. I log into my ethos on Phil's phone. And now I can make phone calls from my number. From soul or, to soul. <laughs> yeah. Right. So the idea is, is to make it a little bit more about, l- less about the hardware. But you know, that makes a lot of sense, though, I think, in terms of where uh, a lot of um, tech stuff is going, at least now. Yeah. Communication-wise. Right. I think that it makes it's sense. It's all I mean, about just like, just like sites, being like said, connected. Just, and, you know, just, just, having a, you know, just having a main omni. Yeah, omni Right. And the nice thing, the nice thing about it as well is it would sort of like eventually I would hopefully start working on making actual hardware that kind of thinks along the same lines. That's pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> Which would be really neat. And there are some cool parts that I don't want to get too much into that just cause it gets annoying. Mm. But the idea would be to, um, actually just prevent, um, the, the fragmentation problem mm-hmm. that's going on right now. Like fragmentation, meaning like currently there are three different iPhone screen sizes um, and they're talking about coming out with one or two more. Mm-hmm. Um, no, it's rumored. What? Well, right now there's like the small screen and then the small screen retinified and then the iPhone five. And 5S. Oh, okay. Ah, yes, yes, yes. Right. Yes, yes. So it's three different sizes really, Resolutions. because if I have, right. So you have to think about that. 
um, because you have to come up with a retina version. That's true. Right? It didn't happen automatically. Mm -hmm. So um, that's already kind of some fragmenting. In Android, it's much, much worse. Um, You have maybe 13 highly used resolutions. Well, on top of that, the OS is like, it's so dependent on the model of phone you have, right? Right. Right. And it's hard to push out updates and just like a whole bunch of problems like apps themselves have updates and the system has updates. So if the app is a newer version, but it doesn't work with that version of the system, you can't install it. Yeah. Right. Things like that that just it's very fragmenty. It's hard to know, especially on Android, like what can I or can't I install? Yeah, which makes And on iOS, there are still some. Mm. Right. So what happens is developers, because the app store has much better um, curation, I'll say. <clears throat> Apple is able to find what apps are good and what apps are bad better. Ah, yes. Developers tend to develop for the Apple App Store first because then they can get the publicity they need to make enough money to make apps for like Windows Phone mm-hmm. and Android and yeah. whatever else. Yeah. And then last second, like maybe make a Mac app and then the very last make a Windows app. Ignore anything other than Mac. It's so true, though. Like, like <laughs> the, the new products that usually come out, little like you know, small apps that are used for full like utility Only purposes for and stuff. And it's always like for like Mac. It's usually first yeah, Mac. But like wanted, you said, yeah. usually iOS is like the first thing they go at. Mm-hmm. If it's right, and it's either really like simple. iPhone only or iPad only most of the time. Yeah, and yeah, and the Android users and stuff are like no again. <laughs> right. So the way that anyways, that's the problem. Yeah, I love the commentaries. Windows, Windows. <laughs> Windows? I love that. Yeah. yeah. Right. So that's the main problem, but. The solution to that is to not actually develop for any one platform, yeah. but to develop for cross-platform. But I think, and I think that, the answer to that used to be Java. I don't know if you. Yeah, is Java the same thing? JavaScript is obviously something different. Java, I know Minecraft runs in Java. Right. So Java is really old, and the problem with Java is there are a ton of vulnerabilities in Java. Like yeah, I know that's most of the time that stuff. there are like Did problems they? on a Mac. Most of the time there are security problems on a Mac. It's because of Java right. vulnerabilities. Almost like probably nine times out of ten. And so um, basically it's not really a great choice really for everything. If like you were to say every, we want everything to be cross-platform. Java you have to compile it, which takes a whole lot of time. Because um, every time you test it you have to basically crunch the whole program down into a binary like Mm -hmm. a finished program and run it up that didn't work go back to this thing and then when you want to test it crunch it down again and this just basically how it functions isn't very uh it's not very streamlined it's not very to the point right it's really like if you think about um levels of abstraction where like you have to write all of the individual switches that get turned on the processor each time that would be like really difficult right yeah and then you do less and less of that, and it's easier and easier and more point-and-click kind yeah. of stuff. I would say Java is actually in the middle of that, between like super easy and super hard. It's kind of in the middle somewhere. Oh. I would say the easiest, at least right now, is scripting. So scripting, it's like you can edit it live. You don't have to compile anything. So you can work on it and see what it's doing immediately. Um, and that's what the web uses. The Internet is all right. like scripted. So uh, that is much higher on the levels of abstraction. I think it's easier for people to pick up, and there are a lot of free resources. So the thought is, what if you had, instead of apps, you had web apps? So already Facebook is kind of like that, where if you just go to Facebook.com, it's almost the same as the app. Same with Twitter. Um, so if they just spent oh, yeah, more yeah, time yeah, okay. working on that, now you don't have to release for iOS because 
you release the website and it's out for everything. Yeah, I mean, this is the whole thing with um, I'm so lost. the whole spiel of responsive <laughs> design. You know, you've heard of responsive design. Before. Yeah. Basically, when you, when you design a layout, you design from multiple sizes. Uh-huh. So when you shrink the window... The design oh, right. adapts yes, of course. to the window. Of course, right. Of course. So that's essentially so, Phil, you're, you're basically is, skipping, you know, a, a native app for your phone or something like that. Right. Oh, you're just okay. using Why the web, build a Facebook makes, app yeah. when you have Facebook.com? Yeah. Right. I mean, there is, there is think the, about what does Facebook thing, though, do. There is a difference now, though, because the app talking over each other. Yeah, you know, because the apps right now, let's say Facebook versus the website, is that I'm sure that the benefits of the app are things like you know different UI design and like you know yeah. very specific for the phone, the OS, and stuff like that. But what do you want to say, Drew? Well, I, I guess uh, something like Facebook, the the argument is always, well, apps need to work without the internet, which you can do even with current HTML technology. Like current web technology, you can do offline apps. Pretty There's yeah. absolutely no internet connection. Yeah. Um, but the, the that's the first argument. But even if you think about things like Facebook, what is Facebook going to do if you don't have an internet connection? Yeah. Nothing. nothing yeah. You know, like there's no reason for them to be offline. You know, right, same with right, things yeah. like Google Maps. Well, you can't really cache offline maps. Yeah. So nothing happens <clears throat> if I don't have a connection with the current app. Not the web app, the current app. So those are the some of the things I think we're at the point now where it's okay. People aren't noticing that that happens with the app, so they probably wouldn't notice with the web app. Yeah. Eh. So that's sort of the idea. And if you do that, instead of being an app developer, you can just be a web developer develop a website and it works everywhere mm-hmm. and now yes, yes. all of these like windows computers get access to all of the programs that you get on an iphone yeah oh. so yeah. that's a big it's a big advantage especially for smaller players like windows phone where no one's developing <laughs> apps for a windows phone right because right. who would there's no one on these and no one's going to get a windows phone because who would there are no apps for this so it's like a chicken and egg problem mm. and you get rid of a lot of those problems if you instead of creating another app store like well we already have three or four why don't yeah, we just yeah. make a new app store you know it's like come on it's, it's the proprietary problem i understand problem. everything now right. so that's the idea behind ethos Pretty and i've done cool, a lot of man. design for that i have a lot of um like buttons and sliders and, and gizmos other that's things. right i, like I that saw big some i know you showed me some of the nice. iterations yeah. that you're working nice. on and i've got a there was a demo ryan mitchner one of my friends from we know high ryan school. yeah he actually came and lived with me for a month and we built a demo of um, what this might look like as a phone, like as the whole phone was oh. running ethos. So you just open a, a URL, like a link, and you could actually play with the phone there in a web browser. Yeah, 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 I know. That's interesting. So, so basically, yes. it's the future, but it's not here <laughs> it's yet. It's basically the future, yeah, kind of, yeah. Pretty much. Well, that's the hope. No, but, but I think that makes a lot of sense, though, in terms of what I've seen, like with re- responsive design and uh, things moving to more, you know, uh, consolidated yeah, web yeah, yeah. versus you know uh, proprietary separated apps and That's stuff like true, that yeah. and very specific like you said developing for specific platforms just like that in my head. so yeah approval right cool. so so that's that's yeah another one of my things that i've been that's very really nice. trying to trying to the other thing that i've been working on with that especially because if it's like if you're going to design um something then hopefully your design is going to be better than what currently exists that is part of plan yes right right so and you kind of have to say that because not everyone really will immediately recognize that but you you definitely need to kind of rethink things not just accept everything as it is and just kind of copy and copy an iphone right and so some of the things that i've i've looked at are um 
how do I make this easy to use, which is a pretty obvious question. But one of the things that's important in terms of easy to useness is remembering where things are, especially like settings or where are my apps or mm. those kinds of things. It should be pretty easy to remember how to yeah, get there. Mm -hmm. Because if you do it once, you should now remember how you did that and be able to do it again. But right, what right. I found is sometimes with Android and sometimes with iPhone, if I do something, it does unpredictable behavior. Right, yeah. Like so how? things aren't always... Oh, for example, um, it's easier to show than tell, but like the way the iOS 7 does multitasking, when you okay. touch an app, it goes into the icon. Right, yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, And the app is inside that icon. But if I That's double tap the home button, the app is now next to the home screen where the icon is. Uh, the app is next to the when you go to multitasking, <laughs> right? So basically, I can make it so I'm going in an infinite loop, going in yeah, the app, I know that. then going seeing in, the app to the go, side yeah. of me. Oh, okay. app going to the but side wait, of me. So we're talking not about just like an and visual and thing. This has nothing to do with no, function. no, no, visual, visual. Oh, okay, so right. you can go infinitely but, but the, into app icons, right? <laughs> right. But then going like back, how do you go back? What was it? You don't go back. Well, yeah, it's just like you can't really. It's like you can just like. Get things where it's. I get really confused as to where things are, and I've actually had several times where my brain got really distracted by the fact that, like, whoa, I thought it was supposed to be here. So now it's over there, so the and I, like, I lose track of what I was trying to do. You're UI animations, right? Well, it's not even that. It's more like things need to have a home. Things need to have a place where they are, and if I go there, that's where that thing mm -hmm. is, and I can expect it to be there. So some of the things that I've worked on are trying to get like specific layers, like. If the system is on the the bottom most thing and nothing will like the system won't cover up anything so if you're going to like the home screen the home screen will never pull over anything it will never right okay it's always okay. on the lowest possible layer right so this is the idea of things being in their place right gotcha yeah right yeah, yeah. and so the the idea is instead of having a physical button because i had an iphone where the button started going out because you press that same button every day for years, right? It's going to mm -hmm. stop working. Oh. So instead of buttons, you right. have um, you move the, the apps around. So if I pull from the top edge of the phone, like from just off the screen, then that will get me back. If I pull from the top down, that will get me back. Like it will shove the app from the top layer down to the bottom of the screen. Does that make sense? Ah, yeah, yes, so you yes, basically yes. if you zoom out, so you you're see uncovering. a tile of apps, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, no, when you pull from the top, you uncover the home screen. No, no, I'm, I'm saying, I'm saying like the theoretically, like if you could zoom out, you would see a tile of apps and you're basically pushing around the apps to get to Kind them, right? of. So the apps are always located, like the home of the apps is below the screen. Yeah. So if I want to do multitasking, I pull up from the bottom and that will bring up all the open apps from below the screen. Uh-huh. Okay, I see, I see. So, yeah, this would help I'm, if you had visual. Uh, yeah. Because we're right, trying to imagine right. this stuff and like, Ugh. I'm sorry. Right. But the idea is to keep it so that everything actually has a place. And if I open an app, it comes up from the bottom. Yes. And if I minimize an app, I'm pulling down, yes, pushing yes. the app down to the yeah, bottom. Yeah. So it's always going really to that nice. same and place. To turn, to turn off an app, you throw the phone <laughs> in the river. Right. And now it's off. Yeah. <laughs> no, but, but that's then, no, the then idea. you go buy a new phone because Ethos is a soul. So oh, you just perfect. put it in yeah. and then you're, right. oh, yeah, I'm done. Right. So the idea then is you don't actually have an app store. You don't have apps. You just have web addresses. That's so you put cool. in a URL. That makes sense, though. You can, you can save it to your like bookmarks, essentially, which is your list of apps, mm -hmm. and then arrange those into folders and whatever you want. Mm -hmm. 
So that's cool, it. The, cool. the advantage of this is like there are no app updates. Like yep. you no, and, never, and oh, then, I have the old version. And then you can make an iOS app for Ethos. Isn't oh, that perfect? My word. Okay, oh, yep. so good. Shut up, Jacob. We're, that's, yep, I'm, that's I'm the idea. Sorry. That sounds And that's basically a web browser. I know. I, like I, I think it sounds pretty cool. To be honest, yeah. and I think the thing I'm afraid of is like Apple going like, "Oh, Apple comes out with yeah, this." Yeah, it's, like, it's oh, always going to be something right. bad, you know. Like, but the the thing that would be nice about me doing it specifically would be that I would also, because it's HTML, you can add your own styles mm-hmm. with oh. CSS to the whole operating system. I mean, maybe it could be something like you know how Tumblr you can pick from other people's curated mm-hmm. um, yeah. uh, themes, exactly. Like that. So basically, the people who know how to code are making the themes, and it's not like you know MySpace or something. Yeah, which yeah. it could right. be. It could be if you have you know like I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Teenagers. It like, could turn into that, but as long as you have some really good defaults and yeah, then yeah. really encourage people to keep things consistent. Yeah, that sounds pretty nuts, but, man. So that's been kind of the that's the software side. I don't want to get too much into the hardware side because yeah. then I just feel like I keep talking about it. <laughs> no, no, it's fine because like the, I think the hardware side would have definitely be something down the road. I mean, it's not yeah. something right. you start with, obviously. Yeah. Right, but the idea there would be a phone that you don't have to plug in and charge, which. There's been some research on that that came back as like it's you can't do it, but I know why they think yeah, that. Yeah. So I mean, it's really obvious that you can do it, at least to me, because if you think about like the the solution to this is there are a lot of solutions. Like the problem is it's it's more than one problem, and so when you try to address just one like aspect of the problem, yeah. you don't actually solve it. So the the way that I w- it would get powered is solar because that's the most reliable out of alternative like renewable sources mm-hmm. that. Are small enough. How about, how about, how about geo, geothermal? <laughs> what? Yeah, right. You so stick you have to it stick in the ground. ground. Yeah. And just wait. It's charging. <laughs> right. No, you plug it into an onion or a potato. Like <laughs> there we go. People talk about motion. Like, what if I'm walking around? Okay, but honestly, most people are sedentary. Yeah. Like, what if I'm sitting at my desk? So basically, well, it's good for runners, but people. <laughs> right. People who the are runner home, phone. The runner phone. Hey, it's like it's like the uh, it's like the poke walker. But could you could you generate energy from shaking it? Uh, you can, but it's not very much. Yeah, it's like basically it's like those flashlights, you know, those flashlights. Oh, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's yeah, like, how much, how much power to have? Oh, it's done 30 seconds. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. So the idea is, um, I, what if you um, were able to do it? And and the reason why Nokia did a test on this. Of, really? Like, charging for, for solar? Batteries. Solar yeah. phones? So they were trying to make a solar phone, and they said solar panels can't generate enough electricity to do this. Yeah, solar panels don't generate a lot of electricity. Like, if, I think that's I've, correct. The statistics yeah, like, are like they're super so low. So panels, so panels. Yeah, right. So the they said basically it's impossible. You can't do it. So they said and let's make solar hats. You wear the solar. <laughs> okay, hat. we're done. I'm Jacob, sorry. Shut no, up. I'm, sorry. Right. I'm ruining everything. So just go on. Please. I had a. I had I'm, I'm, a I take, I'm taking you seriously, but I'm just I'm joking. <laughs> right. <laughs> There's a, a video that I was watching of this guy who was trying to do the similar thing with a Kindle. He had a huge solar panel. Okay. He was on, trying on the, to charge his Kindle. Uh, like, a, like an external solar panel? Solar panel? Yes, panel, he, yeah. he built it into like a case, a Kindle case. Okay. And he plugged it in and was like, okay, so I'm generating electricity, so I'll plug this into USB power stuff and plug it in and leave it over the course of the day and see what happens. And what happened? So he leaves it in like direct sunlight, highest amount. Yeah. And he just um, put some uh, electric monitors on the cable to see how much was going in yeah. and out. And then also was testing the battery and that sort of thing. Yeah. So he tries it. And only at the like brightest points was the Kindle being charged. Oh no! And the rest of the time, it was actually being discharged by the solar. That's and I'm guessing this is pretty much exactly what Nokia found, right? Ah, uh, yeah. So that's that's bad. Wait, why was it being you, discharged? Discharged though? It's turning it's on the lame. light, and and if you think about like 
Have you heard the analogy of electricity is like water, right? Because it flows. It's electron flow. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Sounds logical. <laughs> right. So things tend to flow from high to low. So mm-hmm. if you have high uh, grouping of electrons, it's going to flow toward a lower grouping of electrons. Mm. Okay. Electrons will move away from where they, there are more electrons just because of how charges work. Right. Um, so basically what happened was there wasn't enough electrons being generated by the solar panel, and so it would actually feed back into the solar panel. Electrons. Oh, I see. So it's discharging the thing. And on top of that, it also has a little indicator light saying it's charging. So the, so the flow wasn't was optimal. Being, yeah. so right, so right. it's going so, the wrong way. So we're not doing this. We're, we're just going to forget about solar panel, solar no. panels. No, so that's what, that's what most people have said is like, well, I guess solar doesn't work. Yeah, like me. But what they, what <laughs> yeah. they haven't thought about is what about those really old, do you remember those old solar calculators that still work today? Oh, yes. right, yeah. <laughs> the Casio ones or something. Now, at the time, those calculators were actually pretty complex. Yeah. A lot of like, right? Like they're they're not that bad in terms of like computing power, right. right? And the batteries were not breaking like breaking any new ground technology stuff. So why is it that that works, but you couldn't do a solar phone? Because the guy who wrote the plans for that died, and his plans got burned <laughs> in the lava. So it was sometime around the '90s, I think, that people started deciding like laptops were the best thing, and that they really needed to do this. Well, and they so. Are. At that same time, like lithium-ion batteries got invented, and part of what lithium-ion batteries tend oh, these toward, are the modern batteries, right? Right, right. So lithium-ion batteries allow you to control um, the lithium and the the lithium a lot more, I think. So what they what they let you do is they um, put layers um, in the battery in the in the material itself with little holes like perforations. Oh yeah. So think of it like a saltine cracker or whatever, right? And it only lets electrons in, and then if they try to get out, they can only get out through the holes. Oh. All right? So what what this means is that you can charge way faster. Really? But you told me, me though, you can charge way faster, but you're sacrificing, like, you charge way faster, but you also don't have that much charge, right? Uh... Well, you have to charge. What you're doing is you're chemically telling the battery with the with the makeup that you're giving it how fast to move electrons yeah. back and forth, uh-huh. right? And then after you do that, then you put in those layers to try to resist it. So what what they're saying is, I want it to charge and discharge, like get a charge and lose a charge really fast. Right. Is, and is, so is there a trade off to this or no? Or is it? Yes. So the problem is those layers over time. Remember, batteries tend to be acidic. Right. So those layers break down over time. Those layers. So you lose so charge. So what happens is it starts discharging faster and faster. It will never get better. It right? will only get worse. Discharging and faster. you may have experienced this if you've owned any electronics since the 90s where it can't hold a charge anymore. Right? This you is charge true. It, I remember. And if you charge it for an hour, it dies in like 10 minutes. Right? Yeah. Indeed. Yeah. It's like, like Jacob's so, computer. Like my amazing computer. <laughs> exactly. So that's the problem with that technology. But they didn't change that technology no. until like after this, the um, solar the calculator kind of oh, era, right, right, right. right? That's nuts. So solar calculators were still using more traditional, like you can still do lithium-ion batteries, oh, but they would chemically it program it to discharge slowly, right? Because it's only using a thin right. amount of electricity, like tiny amount of electricity. So instead of like, instead what we've decided is we have to plug into a wall every day. Right, right. This is the modern way, basically. But if you think, what if I don't have to plug into a wall? 
what if I don't care about charging in eight hours? Or like, what if I don't care if I had to plug into a wall and charge it for like 10 hours, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Instead of one hour. Yeah. But it would last for a week or a month. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think it's a, so, good, it's a good thought. I think it's a thought worth thinking about. <laughs> yeah, it's right. a thought so, worth thinking about. How we about. get there beats me. <laughs> right, but it's actually not that hard. It's actually easier battery technology than what we're currently then using. Then why is this oh. happening? So, is it because it's they just, want to sell because, stuff? It's just, 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 just the way the process Because works. people want to hear that their phone charges even faster. Mm. They don't want to hear, and your phone will charge in only 10 hours. You know, like, but they that's fine, though, but if minutes. I had a charge, like you said, for a week... Right. It's perfect. It's beautiful. Right. But people don't want to have to change all of the manufacturing process and all that stuff. So you can do this, but people don't. And so there's that. But what Nokia was doing is they're trying to charge something that is expecting you to plug it into a wall with something that is like not able to produce nearly that much, right? Mm Because the solar panel is only able to provide a small amount of electricity. But the reality is a phone actually only uses a small amount of electricity. Right. So if you tell the battery only accept, like charge with and discharge, like use, small amounts of electricity at a time. Now okay. you can't plug, plug it into the wall and charge it quickly. Like you can't anymore okay. because that's not how the battery works. But you won't need to because you can charge it with solar. Ah. Uh, so right. that's right. And they have transparent solar panels that you can put over the screen. Okay, but it depends. So, on, I'm so. It like, depends on the sun. So hard to what? Depends on the sun, right? <laughs> well, you you can use a, a solar calculator indoors. Yeah, I know because because it's stored. So you'll be able to use indoor light. Oh what? What? Yeah. Oh because yeah. Because you right. have a battery, so you're running off the battery yeah, and charging say. back to the battery on indoor light. Yeah, so yeah. anytime you're using it, you're also charging it, which offsets, and you can basically use your phone infinitely. That's so awesome. the solution here is what you just said. <laughs> Right, but the problem is, like, in theory. you'd notice that it took a long time to explain. Yeah. It's yeah. not, like, one of those things that there's one easy solution. You kind of have to understand how do we get to where we are now, and then why is that a problem? And so that's why no one's really changing it is because it just see. takes too long to really think about, and it's easier to just keep making money by doing yep. nothing. That's what I'm it, it, yeah. it comes back to the economic side of things, which yeah. is... Yep. But the thing the thing that's encouraging is it can be done and it can be done at actually less cost than the current stuff. <gasps> the only difference is if like it's less cost if you're starting from scratch. If you're doing like not adapting to Right. Mo- so yeah. I'm not I'm not doing like millions of phones a year. So if I were to start making a phone, I could do it much cheaper than let's say Samsung switching over to do this. Mm-hmm. Oh, I see. <laughs> because I'm not having to. I'm not like I don't have that many people expecting this well, yeah, to come and out. Plus, you don't have like already finished products that are uh, right. mass marketed. Yeah, right. So that's sort of the idea. There is how can you sort of move away from the battery dying problems of phones because that can be like people have talked a lot about digital wallets, and there are some security problems there that still need to be fixed like even um like this week like google the, wallet right and bitcoin there's, wallet there's a google wallet yeah google wallet is an app or, I think, I think oh they're stopping that though or have problems i don't know what about the bitcoin wallet <laughs> bitcoin's just i don't even want to get into it but, but the point is like if you're going to use your phone as a wallet which a lot of people talked about you don't really want to put your wallet on a six hour timer yeah <laughs> until yeah, yeah, it, oh, yeah. it's gonna die in six hours so hopefully i can get to a wall by then you know? Right. Yeah. Get to a Taco Bell. 
<laughs> Man. Get to Taco Bell, charge my. Taco Bell. Yeah, so basically, so this this whole thing would 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 uh would uh, connect to the ethos idea, right? So uh-huh. you would actually be able to log into your ethos from your phone, obviously. And the idea is um, to make digital stuff less like alien, because mm-hmm. a lot of times I feel like um, you have digital stuff, which is like. I mean, you don't have to charge your pencil before you go to school, right, with your pencil. It's not, you know, like, but digital stuff is all, like, it lights up at you, it gets hot, it's, you know, like, you have a different set of expectations. You know, and people just get really, like, absorbed in digital things as though, oh, if only I could scan myself in to digital. digital I'd be brighter colored. It doesn't actually work that way. So helping make digital things more like objects and less like electronic devices. Yeah would be preferable. Hoo-hoo. Very interesting. Very that is really interesting. interesting. A, lot of, a lot of that stuff is. But yeah, it takes a long time to explain these, yeah. these concepts yeah. to, to lay people like me and Phil. Yeah. But I think if you have one, like it's a lot harder if I'm just talking over like an interview. But if you have a thing to show people, yeah, that's very, it, yeah. it yeah, gets yeah. way easier when you can just experience so it. So if this of, was like, a video explaining. podcast... We could like film you. We could like well, film you. On right, the, and I could do like screen shares yep, of yep. the demo working, and you could do a keynote presentation. Yeah, in but your room. in this case, yeah. it's limited to audio, which is fine. I don't really care. Eh, it's <laughs> fine. It's all good. I want to get. I already explained a lot of it, and so I'm sorry so, for wasting a bunch of people. No time is wasted here. Nah. Okay, stop. <laughs> what are you, I don't know what I'm doing. Um, no, wait. In terms of, go what? ahead. I want. I just wanted to say, because I really wanted to ask you this. Mm-hmm. Remember back in the day when we all had MySpace pages and it was <laughs> yeah. super popular, and then we all sort of migrated to Facebook. And you famously, oh, yes, quit Facebook like sometime in 2010, I think. Uh huh. And you never looked back. How does that... Um, one of the rare... <laughs> how does that even happen? It feels like happen? all these people... Yeah, well, I don't know. I think um, at the time, I had a ton of stuff that I wanted to do, and it was over the summer. Mm-hmm. And I thought, like, maybe quitting Facebook will help me, like, get more things done. Yeah. Because I have all these things I need to do. And so I stopped um, Facebook, and I, like, made a big deal about it. And then I quit <laughs> it for, like, one yeah. month and did all the things in one month that I wanted to do in three months. And then I realized, whoa, I am really wasting my time. And I don't think this is true of everyone, but definitely my pattern of using Facebook was not like I didn't get anything out of it other than like annoyed with other people. (laughs) Oh, I'm still getting it. It's sort of like, (laughs) right, no, but I see other people like posting things like that. You shouldn't even post on Facebook. Yeah, yeah, it just gets people upset. Well, or, if you're, like, things if like you're that. on Facebook now, it's just a bunch of stupid memes all the time. Yeah. Right, it's, it's pretty it's, much also BuzzFeed. also depends who you're friends with. That's true, it's true. Anyway. So, I mean, the the idea is um, that I I was more productive off of it. So then I returned, I think, for a little while and realized that I didn't, I liked it better when I didn't have Facebook. Yeah, and that's no, but, so, but I think it's kind of, like, in my opinion, it's commendable because I like the idea that you basically did it just because it worked for you. You know what I mean? Like, you, there's a lot of right. people out there like, oh, I'm quitting Facebook. Why? Because, you know, it sucks and it's oh, commercial and all this stuff. And it's like, you know, Mark Zuckerberg's stealing this. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> and it's like, you know, okay, that's fine. You can do that. But, I mean, like, like you, you just quit because, like, you didn't need it. You know what I mean? There's, there's right. no Right, and I think not only that, you. like, I, I noticed that for me especially, I... Like I stopped taking pictures of myself when I stopped using Facebook, <laughs> you know, which shows which shows something. Like I honestly think that's kind of a a thing, though. It's like 
it really changed my behavior and the way I thought about myself. Right. Yeah. And that's the thing. And is, so it, yeah, go ahead, it's go nice to not have to worry about that. Yeah. You know, to not think about it. It goes into this whole kind of uh, discussion about uh, how we use uh, the internet, and a lot of times, things like Facebook can become how you want to be perceived in the world. Right. And it's this kind of philosophical issue and stuff. And like then that. sometimes it becomes like me comparing myself yeah. to what other people want me to see them as. Yeah. And of course I'm never going to measure up to what other one, some other people want to be. Right. Uh, well, so yeah, then yes. it becomes, and it, and it also goes to things like you feel the need just, to post things because even though you might not need to post things, but you feel like, Oh, you know, I'll post right. something because you know, there's a medium uh, to do I've, so. I haven't posted in a week or, you know, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. maybe I should post something, something I mean, like update that. this and that, you know? Yeah, so, yeah. but I mean, for me, uh, it's that thing where I, I kind of use Facebook to talk to people. Um, there's some, there's some useful things for me. Yeah, Phil shows his drawings. Opinions I, I like to share some stuff, and I like like you know to get some feedback on things. Or interact. It's, it's, it's with a nice people. place to kind of you know yeah. put stuff you're working on there. You know because you mm-hmm. know people use it. That's the thing. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So for I don't me, think it's, it's like, bad. Just for me, I yeah, my yeah. habits on Facebook were bad. That's so. the thing. Like for me, like I've contemplated deleting it and stuff like that, but it was never something like you know. I need to delete it because, you know, I hate the system or something like that. Like, <laughs> it's useful, you know what I mean? It yeah. can be useful. Yeah. 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 yeah so, like, and especially, like, the biggest thing that, uh, especially at the beginning, that really, like, was bad was events. Like, all these people. Oh, yeah. oh, I don't man. know if people now they, plan events on Facebook. Well, not as much. As much no. they, they do, but, but it's it was, subtle. like, for a while in, like, 2012, was like 2011, 2012, Facebook was the only place where events got planned so like, yeah, i would yeah. find out about it the day before or the day of and, and but they, then people just kept pressing everybody on their list even though they don't like <laughs> yeah. they don't yeah. really i hate it that was yeah. annoying. or they didn't actually want them to come but they yeah, would still accidentally yeah. invite yeah. them i mean it, it just comes down to how you use these things and it's interesting i always found it fascinating how uh these systems like facebook's like facebook's like facebook <clears throat> and other social networks like myspace we used to use that they're so heavily dependent on how many people use them you know what i mean like mm-hmm. the product, for example, like Google Plus, right? Google Plus came out and like, I don't know, but there are probably people who use it, but it's not as much, right? And it's just interesting right. to see that for a product to work oh, and to like Google fulfill Plus. its function, people have to be there, you know? Yeah. No matter, like Google Plus yeah. is, you know, essentially the same thing as Facebook. There's, there's not a whole yeah. lot of difference, you know, apart from features and things like that. But if there's no one there, then, you know, mm-hmm. you can have a great product, but... Yeah. There's three guys there. It's like join the join this other social network. I have like five already, and like just add one more. You'll have six. Yes. I yeah. think I mean, Google Plus is essentially like a LinkedIn for tech people. I think ah, that's is also so true. It. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. I've seen so many tech people on on Google, Google Plus. Plus. It's kind of because weird they're, they're the people who want it to succeed. Mm. Mm. Is that it? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, I know, I, I know. I, it's, that's it's kind a of... sort of my guess because it's like no one else really cares. Like I. I I don't think most people would switch from Facebook just because of the inertia. Like it's easier to just stay on yeah. Facebook. Yeah, unless there was like this huge like movement where it's like pushes unless Facebook everyone. broke. Yeah, you know, or something like that. Yeah. But it can't because or no, it or the, the dis- Oculus Rift. Oh no! Like, like, <laughs> that or was or so the, silly. the design changed so drastically, no one know, knew how to use. I Facebook don't know. People anymore. like people get outraged about the design and it's forget amazing. the next day. So I know it's stupid. Amazing. Okay. But don't 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 take that against me because I used to be like you know I didn't like the newer design right yeah, well I mean design. I used to like I I think I also did it it's just funny to notice like it doesn't actually matter when they change the thing because you're just gonna get used to it and yeah. it won't matter yeah I don't know like for me I've found that life is so much easier when you just don't care about those things <laughs> because yeah. you use it and you have no control over it you know yeah, what I mean it's yeah. like mm-hmm. it, okay well, it just simplifies everything when you don't care 
All right, cool. Uh, I just want to say that it's been already an hour twenty-two. We don't okay. want to, we don't want to go overboard, yeah. so let's just kind we'll of like ten us. minutes. Just, let's 10 just minutes. have like one or two little small topics, and we sort of like okay. stop it. Wind it down. We're so gonna, what we're are gonna you edit guys? Anyways. What don't you guys even ask. Don't <laughs> even ask. There's nothing well, worth talking. <laughs> no, it's fine. Uh, we have. We're we're gonna watch Captain America too. Oh really? Yeah, I was yeah. about to actually bring that up earlier. Uh, no, like, have I you haven't seen it. Seen it uh, you haven't no. seen it? Good. I also didn't it? see the Lego Movie. Oh, mm, why not? Pretty fun. Everything uh, is awesome. Oh, but you have listened you to our podcast, it? right? About it. Yeah. So <laughs> it's kind of ruined. That's okay. Okay. I mean, you I've seen. I've also um, like a lot of my friends have seen it, oh, and okay. a lot of people have like shown me bits of things. So. That's cool. It's a fun movie. You yeah, like but it, then again, you don't yeah. really go to the movies that often anymore, right? No, but I do. I really like Legos. Like Legos are something. Isn't I've it Lego plural? Enjoyed, so. Yeah, yeah. And this 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 does a good job with the Lego. Thing. Yeah, it yeah, it was cool. It doesn't right. it doesn't you know turn it into uh, like sort of a brainless. Uh, right, and it also it's not marketing. Feeling. Yeah, yeah, no, it's not. Which and nice. a lot of the actors are like appealing to people our age more, at least because yeah, no, like right? Chris Pratt, the main guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Comes from Parks and Recreation. Yeah, what was and, his name in the show? Uh, Everything is awesome. I didn't watch it. Remember, it's not my fault. Emmett. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And no, I'm uh, in Parks and Rec. Yeah. Anyway. Oh, in Parks and Rec, Andy. There we go. Andy, Andy Dwyer. Yeah, uh, Captain America. We were gonna have to. We were gonna do a little review for this, but we didn't. We ran out of time because we were gonna go today. But then you said you had the time now to do the podcast. So oh. we did it with you, and it's fine. Oops. It's no problem. So it's basically all your fault. <laughs> no, wow. But no, no, we're gonna. Not only did I not see the Lego Movie, I'm keeping other people from, from watching Captain movies. America. Too. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah. And um, we're gonna do that in like a day or two, and then we're just gonna tack it on at the end. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Oh, um, so this is not really movie related. It's more TV, and I'm not sure you guys really care. But late night, both of the late night people left. Okay, let me, oh, okay, let me think right, really quick. Wait. Late night. So David Letterman and Jay Leno are both going to be. David Letterman's really? still on, but Jay Leno is gone. Well, Jay Leno, I know, but he was already on his way out, right? Wasn't he? Right. Well, he left, and Conan O'Brien took his place. Yeah, that was and like then two they years kicked ago. Conan O'Brien yeah. back out. And they brought Jay Leno in. And so now Jay Leno left, and the new guy there is uh, Jimmy Fallon. Oh, yes, I know. I heard about and, this. And yeah, Jimmy uh, Fallon. What was his name? Guy. Colbert. And then right. Stephen Colbert is replacing David Letterman. Really? Yeah. So is David Letterman retiring, or is he doing a new show? Yes. So David Letterman said, I'm leaving. And then they said, maybe we'll get like the whole list of people. And then they decide on Stephen Colbert. And apparently he's going to be dropping his, his character. Really? So yeah, you remember how he's like that conservative. Oh, yeah. really? Like, yeah. See, look, like a, I haven't seen a, I haven't even seen a, like a complete episode of the Colbert Report ever. Colbert I, Report, it's basically satirical news. He's, he's mm. not really being honest. He's always like playing devil's advocate. Basically. But I heard lately his his kind of real opinions have been kind of getting into his well, segments. Yeah, right? I mean, he's super opinionated, but he um, usually masks it in a character. So apparently yeah, 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 what yeah. they've been saying is his character will not be on the show, which is weird because I think that's a lot of the appeal of it. It's that's like, true. Mm-hmm, yeah. It's so sarcastic and charactery that it's fun, and to see him out of character will be maybe different. I don't know. I don't well, know. we'll I have know. to find out. I think it was always interesting, oh. though, seeing how many episodes those talk show hosts do. <laughs> you can go to Wikipedia yeah. and look up like Conan, Late, Night, Late Night with Conan O'Brien, his old show. Remember that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I used to watch some of the episodes, okay. and I actually like discovered some music and stuff from... The, the yeah, I, I really like Conan. Yeah, he's, he's pretty funny. And then, um, 
And it's just funny because you look at the episode list, it's like, you know, 2,500 <laughs> episodes. You're like, whoa. Yeah. Yeah. Let me and then, much, so but, yeah. Jimmy Fallon has taken over for Jay Leno, and he's gotten really popular, uh, especially with um, the youth. A segment that he does <laughs> called Thank You Notes. Mm, I don't no, know I if you've seen those. That, no. I, I've seen a couple episodes from the Jimmy Fallon show. I really okay. Sorry, this is going off a tangent, but I really liked uh, when the, the when the writer strike happened in two thousand nine. Yeah. The Conan O'Brien show, in my opinion, got so much better because <laughs> yeah. there, was, there was no writers and it felt so unscripted and it felt so natural as opposed to the previous shows. Well, just I like, think Conan didn't struggle quite as much as some of the people who are more like who have a harder time improvising or yeah, no, yeah, like he, <laughs> it just felt natural. He was like you know, messing around. They're like seeing how long they can like spin a penny on a table, and he's like, <laughs> right. whoa, and it's like you're like yeah, it's fun. You know who cares? <laughs> I need to see one of those. And he's like you know those, zip, those are, and he was growing audience. a beard at the time too. He's yeah, basically yeah. like that's as part hilarious. of the writer strike, he was just going to keep growing a beard oh, until so the writer strike ended. Like stuff like that, I feel like made me really. Maybe I wouldn't have liked it as much if it weren't for the writers. Yeah, and, but that's the thing. Like but, after when it came back, when the writers came back, I kind of like stopped watching. Cause, like, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Maybe but, it's, maybe it's just uh, like Conan. You know. I think one of the strengths of Conan is his interviews because you do have that same kind of thing. Like he's having to play it by ear a little bit, and so anytime right. he interviews someone, it goes pretty well because he he's able to find the right questions to ask them and those kinds of things like he has a really good sense for that whereas i feel like jay leno never was able to do that <laughs> I, he always felt I, never, really I never stiff. watched jay leno and then uh david letterman also i think is a pretty good interviewer so uh jimmy fallon what he's been bringing <clears throat> excuse me sorry what Dave, jimmy fallon has been bringing has been just a goofiness like a really ah, lighthearted so thing and a lot of people have I really see. resonated with that his band's so. pretty cool though the roots yeah really the roots wow you guys know a lot i don't know anything about this, I've only seen like <laughs> anyway, episodes, it's, it's interesting. That. Yeah, I like it a lot that it's all changing at once. I think it would be a little weird if. Like, but do you know what's funny though? I like being able to compare the two. It's yeah. funny though how television is still a big thing, considering that like the internet is here. And it's funny yeah. that like you know like CBS like all these broadcast networks is still like a big deal like to change networks you know or like yeah to studios you know like I don't know doing budgets and stuff for shows and it's like. And the funny thing is, like, what I like to do is I love to watch people on YouTube. I love to watch, you know, uh, content created cr- creators who do stuff from their home. You know what I mean? And it's, like, so yeah. cool because because now it's uh, gotten to a point where, you know, you don't you don't need, you know, like, the medium of television is kind of, you know, it's, it's changed. Right. But it's we just, it's just interesting how it's so voice. important still for a lot of people. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's just easier to have something that you can connect with with a lot of other people, like, most people, you know, yeah, no, but but there's but television is not so dynamic. Like it takes a long time for these things to change. For example, like yeah. uh, oh yeah, yeah, like, oh this is a big deal now. We're switching people, and it's like you know, it's very, it's not so, uh, it's not so organic. Like you know, right? The internet, it's like stuff can change tomorrow, and it's like no one will be surprised. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how that kind of shapes up, especially if um, Comcast buys Time Warner Cable. Oh, that's, oh, that's great. Scary. I remember, th- I remember I'm so happy. This. this is bad. Oh, right. Because basically Time Warner Cable owns NBC Universal. Yeah. And they, and they sort Comcast. of dominate the, the, the Western hemisphere. <laughs> right. Yeah. Comcast owns most is like Comcast is the number one cable internet provider and TWC is number three. Yeah. So it would be like two out of the top three merging. How are you supposed it's, it's, to compete yeah. with that? Yeah. Um, uh, uh, yeah. So, anyway, I don't even know what to say about note, that either. Uh, on that Hopefully light, it doesn't note, happen. Hey, whoa! It's, you've reached the, the end. The internet is doomed. 
<laughs> yeah. No. Hey, so did um, you ever, did you ever see Phil Vischer and Wheaton or no? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, let's talk about this real yeah, quick, running, real quick. Okay, okay. Like going on jogs and stuff. Yeah, We got, we got. I just want to say real quick. So, uh, Drew uh, worked as an intern, I think, was it? Yeah, intern, and then as a freelance animator at Jellyfish Labs. At, at right? Jellyfish Labs was Phil Vischer, right. who uh, created Veggie Tales back in the voice of Bob the Tomato, mm-hmm. voice of lots of characters. Yeah, and. Um, he, yeah, that's about all I have to say about that. And you were you were working there for for a little yeah. bit, and that's why Jacob asked the question. Yeah, because exactly. they yep. both live in Wheaton. So, yeah, well, he now lives in Winfield, but what really? Oh, yeah, but that's like the next city over. It's like okay, it's Wheaton and Winfield like combined are the size of Anderson. So didn't know that or, or size of Anderson, whatever. In terms of physical space, it's not that far away. That's all I'm saying. Okay, so we put a countdown, and the countdown we have three minutes left. So let's just okay. let's just talk about something really stupid. Like for example, I miss Taco Bell a lot, and uh, I <laughs> miss those nachos. I can't help it. I miss those nachos. Well, miss, no, you know what's gonna happen? I miss though? The beautiful. When we go visit you, Drew, we are we're gonna yeah. we're gonna make a list, and I'm gonna eat fast food from breakfast till dinner. <laughs> Every single day for five days, and I'm going to sample everything again. I'm going to go back and like get everything that I like. I know, yeah. yeah. I would want to do the same thing. Drew well, the is thing not is, even like, laughing because no, he, knows he, knows, how he knows how dangerous like, right. it is. Right. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm also, I would do it with you. But the problem was like after the Taco Bell incident, I'll call it, I <laughs> actually had like a one-hour nap, and I never nap. It was just like I fell asleep that is for incredible. an hour without... Yeah. Involuntarily, you know, like but that's because those guys in the lab coats are making the new the thing. Uh, right. Go for wait, wait, wait. I didn't in. even get to try the Doritos taco. Is that still going? Yeah, is that good? I haven't, I haven't tried it. I don't really want to, <laughs> mostly because I would be afraid of all the salt. Like, oh, because, oh yeah, like, yeah, yeah. If you eat Doritos in a large amount, you know, like the corners of your mouth hurt. That's right. Or at that's least, right. Like, yeah, kind of. If, eh, if you're depends. not careful, yeah. And so, like, my concern would be that that would just be super magnified with a huge Dorito. Yeah. But you go to so another question here, Giordano's or Paul uh, Lou Malnati's. Lou Malnati's, yeah. yeah. It, and you can even was that get, the uh, answer? No, tell me. Crust. What, what do you like better, or is it just different? I like I like Lou's, and uh, Thin Crust is really good as well because then it's mm, not quite so gut destroying. Thin Crust in Chicago. Chicago. But then again, Chicago? no, it's different though because no, because Drew lives at least close to Chicago. It's like you know he's a local, so it's like he can get thin crust. Oh, that's but right. But when you come, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. to Chicago, it's like yeah, well, I'm gonna eat thin crust. Get thin crust. And I have crazy. to get you know the Chicago Chicago stuff. Yeah. A lot of people you get thin crust as long as it's cut in squares. Oh yeah, yeah that's yeah, right. Yeah, 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 squares, yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, we will consider this Lou Malnati's because we never been there. <laughs> yeah, so we, we'll consider this the shady yeah. Lou Malnati's. This is the shady Lou Malnati's <laughs> place because we, you know, we always go to Giordano's. But all right, all right, we'll wow. see. So anyway, Drew, you could thanks. go to Navy Pier. <laughs> oh no! Oh no! Please, no! no please. You remember that? Chicago that last time concept. we all went to Navy Pier, that was, <laughs> was that a was mistake. Ridiculous! <laughs> it was a mistake. Never no, again. Like, didn't we walk there from the loop, and it just took like twenty yeah, yeah, minutes, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then there but, was nothing to do. But there. I'm glad that now we did it. Like no, I'm not going back now. now I know. I'm not going. You can't take me back. What <laughs> hell? There's really nothing to do. There. Okay, so Drew, thanks for being here and talking yeah. to me because I haven't what? talked to. Yeah, I didn't yeah, talk I to Drew for you. like three years. And uh, thanks for being on our on our on our little 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 project that we do every you know every every like we Year. do two twice a month pretty much. Yeah, that's what we do. Uh, and you know, thanks for sharing these projects. Right? Yeah, yeah, sorry if I dominated No, 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 it's fine That's because cool. this, this is the whole thing with, you know, having guests. We can talk about yeah. what you're doing, not yeah. you know, what we're doing. 
Uh, but yeah, you can come back again one more time. <laughs> you, you can come back. It's, it's, you have it's one more free Thanks. ticket to come back. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. And then I'll use up my, uh, whatever you call like my term limit. Yeah. Yep. And uh, that will be cool. So any any last words? Yeah, last words. Like oh, me. No, I like what you guys do. I like the podcast. Wow, so thanks. I'm so glad. Honored to be on it. Aww. Aww. That, that's so nice. Thank you very much. Well, this is great because, you know, like, two people will listen to you now. Yay! <laughs> Finally, two whole people. No, I'm joking. I'm for springing the pessimistic spirit. No good, no good. Well, that's my friends. Charlton Heston, the greatest actor. I am no longer Charlton Heston. Some people thought that you did the voice of Saruman. No. I, <laughs> I love that. Oh, I'm Charlton Heston. Okay. Thank you very much. Good times. Uh, cool, man. Okay. I, I mostly I just offloaded the voices onto Phil. Yeah. All right. Like, cool. All right. Okay. I've done my writing. Goodbye. Bye. <sighs> well, Drew signed off. What do you think we should do? Uh, I think that it's time right now to go watch. Wait, wait, wait. What's the. Just a second. We were briefed by S.H.I.E.L.D. Oh, really? I think it's serious. Is it Fury? Yeah. Well, let's go. High call. Come on. Let's go. Let's get out. All right. Uh, let's go. I'm getting in the car. You want to you drive? I don't want to drive. Yes. Let's go. Okay, let me have to get to the... Let's, get the board. let's just do it. Come on. Security check. Let's go. Uh, hey. Helicopter's here to take us. Nice. Right, bring it in. Bring it in easier. Bring it in easy. Let's go in. Right. In the pass right here. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks. Nice, nice. Pretty cool, huh? Pretty sweet, pretty sweet. Well, uh, here we there's are. The, the briefing to the theater. Yeah, the briefing. The briefing mission. The briefing. The briefing zone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's just get out. Let's go. Thank you. Security card. Oh yeah. Here you go. Yep. Thanks. All right, Class let's sit. A. Let's sit down. That was pretty easy. Well, it's been two hours. Uh, Roughly, give or take. Movie's over, and the credits and are rolling. Watched, and we watched the film. So and there are, look at these animated credits. Wow, pretty interesting. I like, I like nice the black silhouettes are pretty, pretty sweet. This is yeah. pretty, pretty After Effects. You're getting all these new. Yeah. Um, well, that's yeah. They all credits. Are the animated much. credits are all pretty much After Effects, but they're pretty nice. I like them because usually yeah. they tend to go sometimes overboard. But that's, yeah. these, these are pretty good so, to me. These are I like the nice. Thor two yeah. ones. They're nice little painty kind of. Thor two. It's ones. like he. There was like a hind con. I'm talking so bad now again because I'm just so smitten. By you were the film. you were stunned by the picture. You yeah. were just. And wow. Shield is thankfully. This this is this is this is, this is current events pretty much. What do you mean? Like is this Shield history current events or did this already happen or will this happen? No, this is current events. This is all like is as if we were like you know living through it right now. <laughs> all right. Anyway, so. So movie's over. We're sitting here. We're just, you know... Hanging out. These are just, you know, direct kind of feedback. You know, what we kind of thought about the film. Sitting here, just looking at the Yeah, and roll. it's our first movie review of the summer, pretty much. Wow. It may so be true. April, but... Uh, well, yeah, it's, 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 it's kind of entering the summer zone. Yeah, summer and this zone. is the first blockbuster. I think last year it was something like, what? Like, Oblivion was kind of like the first thing we yeah, watched Yeah, but that was kind of pre, in my opinion. Pre-summer. But then again, you know... This isn't, this isn't last year, dominate. this is this year. Right. Yeah, this so. year it is Captain America 2, The Winter Soldier, which I have to say, first of all, the names for these kind of edition films... Yeah, you do. we always talk about that we one. We have to just mention really briefly that it's a little strange that they go with these kind of subtitles where it could have perfectly been Captain America 2 and Thor 2, 
That's we, very we all, true. We're all pretty familiar agree. with the, the movies that came out, but, you know, I guess subtitles, you got to do subtitles, you know, The Winter Soldier <laughs> and uh, The Dark World, which both start with a, with a um, the. article. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, um, cool. So, one, do you want, who wants to go first? Me, you? I think you would be better as going Me? first because... No problem. I, I don't really have a ton of immediate thoughts, I guess, about watching the movie. Uh, there's really not a ton bad to say about the film, actually. I think I rather enjoyed the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, especially when comparing to the first one, yeah, I, 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 like, enjoyed, I enjoyed this one, one much more, I would say. Because what? It, I enjoyed this movie much more than the oh, first movie. man, of course. Uh, the first movie tends to kind of, I lump it together with, as we talked about in previous episodes, uh, with Thor. Yeah. And Captain America as precursors to the Avengers yeah, film. Yeah. And they, 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 did, just, they did really feel like, like something. He said that once, he said, like, we should just call them Thor, leading up to Avengers, yeah, part one. Yeah. And Captain America, leading up to Avengers, part two. Yeah, it could be like, you know, the Avengers 0.5, and then the Avengers 0.6, and so on and so forth. Uh, so, yeah, uh, in terms of the movie, like I said, I think it's, it's pretty enjoyable. With a film like this, you kind of, I think there's a couple perspectives you can take because. It is a superhero movie. Yeah. And movies like The Avengers, as we talked about again previously, uh, did something quite right in the genre where they didn't they didn't take themselves so seriously and the context of the movie, they set it in a very proper context where you, you you weren't they weren't trying to shove believability at the forefront of the film. Right. But so they, they were really that. just going with the flow of maybe what the comics might have been like. Yeah, I'm not really and they sure also, about Yeah, but they also um balanced it out pretty well exactly and i think that's that's what didn't, makes the movie so interesting ludicrous. and so fun to watch because right so what would you there, say well, okay. i just want to say really quick this that's why cat in america 2 is a movie where i don't think you should be sitting there expecting you know there is some like you said that like you're probably going to mention some uh, i guess i'm like to say darker but kind of more melancholy tone tones in the film yeah. uh and you sh- i don't think you should expect to really you're not gonna. The movie is still not grounded in reality. It's not really. No. You know, it's an no, escapist it movie is in one that of sense. The, but it is like the most uh, down-to-earth movies I've seen of these. Yeah, Marvel yeah, I agree, and, I, and, I, and that's really that's something they did well. I thought. I thought it was that, pretty interesting. Is that um, it's you know, it's it's a fun like it's an adventure movie. It's an adventure. I think it's more of like a kind of in a thriller territory. In yeah, a way, yeah. Because it's, there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of um, behind the back sort of. Um, you mean kind of like um, con- conflicts in the plot and kind yeah. of like things... No, no, like undercover sort right, of yeah, betrayals. Right. That's what I wanted to say really quick. I, I don't want to make it sound like my, my don't position... Don't trust anyone. Yeah. I don't want to sound like my position is that um, in order for a movie to be good, it has to be realistic. Realist. Right? I'm yeah. actually the complete opposite stance yeah, 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 when it comes yeah. to that. I, I really enjoy escapist movies, and yeah. I think that escapism, in my opinion, takes sometimes even more effort exactly. to, do, yeah. to do well. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why, for a movie like uh, Captain America 2, when you're watching it, you have to be aware that, of course, you know, it's not reflecting reality. Of course, it's not going to be, you know, gritty. But when you accept that and you start watching the film in that perspective, it's the same. It's very similar to what happens when you watch a movie like The Avengers. I think it's enjoyable. It's, uh, uh, if you get into the zone so to speak of the context of the story yep, yep. and you start believing that okay you know maybe some of the characters aren't as fleshed out as they could be right but, but you're going with and you're believing it and, and i'm not saying that's an, ex- that's an excuse to say i didn't mind i'm just saying that that's part of what makes the movie 
the style it's in. All right, so, yeah. fair enough. Well, anyway, to in my opinion, I pretty much enjoyed most of it. Most of the time, I liked the... Uh, what I liked about the movie is that it kept going. It didn't stop. And that's an interesting thing, because when we watched Tintin, we said the same thing, but we said that it should have stopped in certain cases. This one does almost the same as Tintin, but, I mean, it does, uh, it does a better job with keeping the... Uh, the beats. The beats there and it doesn't go out of rhythm in terms of pacing so they did a very good job with that I think that here's one thing to mention is that the action is I think I've enjoyed watching an action film like this for the action scenes the most in a long time because I think that the way they edited it was uh, very good they they kept the fluid the the fluidity of of knowing where each punch is going and each action thing is going. Yeah, I definitely agree. And it's kind of, I kind of feel a little bit like James Cameron when he was a truck driver in the 1970s and he watched Star Wars and he just went, ah, someone else did it first. And I was a little, I'm a little bit upset about Because I, you know, that's everything that I, you know, like I always keep thinking about how to make action scenes more uh, understandable on, you know, when you're watching it and cooler and and better. more original and more creative. Yeah. And, they did like 50% of what I was going mm-hmm. for because the other 50% is that their shots, the action scene shots right, are right, always right. done with zooms and with uh, shaky cam and, you know. But setting that aside, I think I agree with you like you were saying in that uh, the pacing of the action sequences was well done. Yeah. And it was well structured. And when you're watching it, I'm not repeating what you're, you're saying, but, you know, exactly. Which is, you know, I want to... I don't want to do it. But that's okay. Yeah, it's and, cool. And I think in general the pacing of the film is uh is pretty good. And uh it seems like it kind of set out what it wanted to do. Yeah, that's what I was it, thinking it's, as it's well. It's fun. It was fun. I mean, yeah, I was thinking how you know, like this is pretty good Captain America film. Like how could you make, you know, like what more could you ask for with Captain America? Yeah. That's, that's a very good, good book. So there you go. And, and I actually like, in fact I would ask for more. In fact, because that is, ah, yes. in fact, that is one thing that bothered me in the entire film. There is nothing that bothered me generally, uh, except that the movie, in my opinion, kind of lacked a little bit of, a little bit of joy. A little bit of joy. A little bit of happiness. But a little, a little bit also of the heroic. American spirit yeah, as well, the, which dun, is kind dun, of dun, dun, what Captain America should kind of encompass, right? Which is, didn't exist. But they did touch on the idea. Well, not touch on the kind of the whole movie is about. But I know it's about Captain freedom, America on and it's the about run. these these kinds of subjects. Yeah, I, guess. I know. And but I, yeah, but I know what you're saying. Yeah. And I like that Captain America is calling the shots, being Captain yeah, America. I, I, I like that the, the character is actually it, he got a good movie. You know what I mean? Yeah. Instead of, uh, and and we don't have to rely on Batman or Superman or yeah. uh, X-Men, Spider-Man, or, yeah, or those the usual suspects for of money-making comic book movies. Yeah. It, and it's good that we have those kinds of characters. It was another thing for me that was nice to see was that elements of the film didn't play into, uh, didn't play into cliches, into kind of the standard role, this kind of standard, standard model that a lot of movies are doing these days. Yeah. Uh, even like you said, it was kind of a bit of a thriller, um, and they weren't pulling the same tricks as a lot of movies in yeah, revealing yeah, something yeah. where you can guess and go, "Oh, this is the next structure, this is the next act, this is that." I, I thought it was, you know, fairly original in terms of how it um, played out its um, elements in the plot, mm-hmm. and I, I also enjoyed that um, a couple things they also got right was that the characters. 
uh, weren't that bad. Like you said, Captain America. Yeah, and I was so out, afraid and I thought, that. And in terms of the relationship between and I, Cap yeah. and uh, Natasha, and I thought, was remember what we were talking played about? Out. Remember what I was talking about? Like a few months before. Yeah, for we were talking about the trailer, right? And I was saying, that? like, I liked her hairstyle before, and it's true. I still like. Yeah, her yeah, hairstyle I agree before. with you. Um, but. I was afraid that they were going to do some kind of romantic subplot. And just force, you know? And that it could have and easily fallen And I said, why can't they be just trap. buddies and stuff? And they were. And, and I was so happy. Which is so nice because it, it's natural and it feels like that's what they would be like. And if I they also were, like what know. they did with uh, Natasha Romanoff's character is that this is like, um, like you can, like she was, she was showy-offy a little bit. But the thing is that you can see through mm-hmm. what, how, why she's showing, like that she is showing off a little bit. And but that's not saying that she's not capable of doing, you know, like cool things because she's, you know, this Black Widow agent, right? She's like special agent Black Widow. But what I liked about it was that you can see through the character, yeah. and it's an honest, like it's the character. It's not someone exactly. who's here to go. Hey, I'm the girl, and I'm cool. Exactly. You know, they all have their limitations. And, and in, in the story, they were kind of peeling a couple layers of her character, and we we're getting to know her a little more. Yeah, yeah. But again, it was subtle, and it wasn't done where she breaks down, or you know, and you kind yeah, of yeah. Like know her whole story. We still don't know a lot about her, and that's what makes the character more interesting. Yeah, and then uh, of course Nick Fury starting his rap album. I think he's played by um, <laughs> Lawrence Fishburne. I think. Yeah, Lawrence yeah, Fishburne. Lawrence Fishburne. I, I really he's liked a, him, and he's in the Matrix. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> really and good. he was in Pulp Fiction too. Yeah, <laughs> good actor. Um, yeah, so he was he was pretty cool. And I, I thought the the other guy, the wing guy. Right. Yeah. I don't know his name. The Falcon or something. I forgot his name to be honest. <laughs> in the, and I, you know, also him, I thought they were going to just turn him, because I know a bunch of black actors who turn in, you know, the characters, turn into side characters that are cliche, either they're Stereotype two, buddy. Either they're the jive-talking weirdos that yeah. everybody usually puts them in when they're making movies, or they're the wisdom-preaching, you know, like... The Morgan Freemans. Of, yeah, kind of. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Or like, this isn't a good idea, Cap, we shouldn't be doing <laughs> yeah. this. Oh no! Yep. And you know what I'm well, glad about? Tough look. He's a normal person. And exactly. He was, he was likable, and I kind of liked him. Yeah. So there we go. That was not bad. I totally agree. Uh, and the Winter Soldier didn't have much. Mm. It's so it's interesting how his name is the Winter Soldier. And it's not. I, I mean, like, yeah, I, I don't know really too much about the character, so I'm not going to be critical about what. Yeah. But he I was think about, he was cool but... when he came in, and I think this is what I think uh, many people don't uh, realize when they're uh, filming movies. For some reason, Captain America two got this pretty much right most of the time. What? Which is. Uh, when you're getting like when you're putting characters that aren't that um, recognizable, no, no. When you're oh. putting characters that aren't that prominent, like the Winter Soldier mm-hmm. guy, you have to give you have to give an impression of the character without doing a lot. Right. And I think that there's a lot of movies that don't do that, and they just make it either cliche or not. And what I yeah. liked about him was he did one thing. Remember, he just okay. This is at the beginning, so I can easily say this. Yeah. Um, he sort of shot the the little bomby thing. It's on the trailer too. Yeah. And then and then what's his name? Nick Fury's car went. Went bottom yeah, people bottom who haven't up. seen the film don't know Nick Fury's in the car. Yes, they do. It's in the trailer. Oh, really? Okay, yeah. Mind. And uh, and he comes in and he opens the, the 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 door and he looks through and you can see his mask and the hair and it just has an iconic image with an attitude that you can really easily yeah. sort of go like oh he's he's cool and kind of scary. and it brought you enough into the into the so um, there's a lot of these little things that people usually miss out on when they're filmmaking but for for some reason Anthony and Joe Russo. Uh, actually made managed to do it well, so I guess that's good. And, and then, you know what? I'm I was thinking, you know, they're gonna do Captain America three, so sure, do it. Yeah, sounds good. There's some CG stuff that is kind of boring, and we don't even want to go to the nah. old lady, 
the digital old lady makeup. We'll leave oh, that. I was we'll so, leave that. I don't know, like increasingly, whenever I see effects that aren't very good and they're like front and center on the screen, you know, filling the whole Leinwand, which they would call it in German. Um, I sometimes just get just cringe. I was like, oh, no, I'm so embarrassed. Even though no one was in the theater this time, right? Which is nice. Which is which nice. Is, uh, it was great. It was an um, almost private screening with just one family behind us yeah. way back in the theater. So, you know, near private screening. Yeah, it's, almost, it's pretty good. And, um, man, I sound like Natasha Romanov right now. Yeah. Let's like, go like to Scarlett Johansson. I can't do the scream. Let's go! It was really... That's, that's how know. she sounds. There we go. Uh, what else did I want to say? Uh, I liked uh, the actor who played um, the, the Winter Soldier. He's he's oh, right, cool. Right, right. And I like the character of the Winter Soldier because he doesn't talk much and he doesn't do much. and uh, He does much. He does important things. But it's like it's nice when you have stuff like that that they actually did properly, which is what I always yeah. keep saying people should be doing. And they sound like, no. So that's cool. Um, what else is there in the film? So yeah, the movie's a, a romp through. Yeah, it's fun, and, but I uh, like I like I mentioned before, <sighs> it would have been nicer if there were more heroics and a little bit some more optimistic things because optimistic like the man. side character, the Hawk guy man, mm-hmm. not Hawkeye. No one cares Hawk about Hawkeye I anymore. Man. He's in his nest. Yes, he's in his nest. No one cares about him, and uh, I think that it would have it wouldn't have been bad if they had a little bit more. Uh, more more optimistic things because that kind of bugs me. I can a see you coming from though. Yeah, I wanted to see a little bit more Captain America being her- more heroic, even though he is. But I mean, just saying that you know, you know, yeah, 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 yeah definitely. It's hard for me to talk about everything because there's a, a lot I would like to talk about, but I kind of don't feel like it. I kind of want to go back home. Yeah, I think we I think we probably should be <laughs> heading back already. And I think that the the usher is kind of kind of giving us that look. You know, we kind yeah. of we probably should be. Nick I should Fury be going wants in. to since the screen is already start his rap the projector is already off, and we're just you know sitting here. Nick Fury's so. gonna start his rap album. Yo, sometime. Nick. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, so that's it for us. Overall, pretty good. I liked it. Pretty Enjoyed good. it. One of the better Marvel films. If you, you know? if you if you're on the fence about watching it, I'd say watch it. Go watch it. Yeah. Go watch. There it. you go. Have a good time. Yep. Okie doke. Let's get it. Let's get out wait, of wait, the wait, theater. Wait, wait, before that, Metal Gear Solid. Just one quick mention. Oh right. People keep saying, "Oh yeah, this is just like Metal Gear Solid," and it's like, guys, you don't want Metal Gear Solid to be made that way. At least in my opinion, because for me, Metal Gear Solid is, is much more. It's 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 less of an adventure happy dunk. Dunky, it's a multi-layered storytelling exactly. extravaganza. Yep, 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 yep. And that's and Captain America did a lot of similarities at the beginning. Yeah. The tanker, the stealth, stealth taking mode. out uh, a character looks like Raiden, the Winter Soldier. Oh, yes. Has memory problems, Man, like Jack. There's quite a few. Has, uh, and, there. Then, and then uh, AI, not really AI, but sort of big, huge weapons that are going to destroy a lot of yep, people yep, yep. happens. And I can't believe it. And they almost killed the Indian guy from uh, the Matrix. Yeah, the Train Man. Yeah, the I mean, Train Man. And I was every time he came on, we're like, <laughs> "That's great." And I we know. didn't want him to die, and he didn't, which is great. Oh, I great. spoiled something. Whatever, <laughs> whatever. Anyway, let's get out of here. Let's go. Dun, 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 dun. Dun.